Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. oh baby! What is up? Buffalo Fanatics, Z-Bot here with you, live on the Buffalo Fanatics YouTube channel on a special edition Thursday night, the NFL schedule release is underway, 8 p.m. Eastern, NFL Network is currently on to my left, I, I both love and hate how they do this. I love the anticipation of it because I, for one, really love the schedule release. I look forward to this. I love seeing what's in store for the season. I know there's people out there who don't love it. You say that, but how could you not love seeing what the map is going to look like for the Buffalo Bills in 2023? It's exciting stuff. What I don't like is that currently I'm watching Rich Eisen and the gang. They're just chit-chatting. I mean, you got 32 teams worth of schedules to get through here. By the time they're done releasing it on TV, I'm going to already find it on Twitter. And speaking of which, today is the day where it's just filled with rumors and leaks, quote-unquote leaks, and it's like the thing comes out at 8 o'clock. It's a true representation of the lack of patience that we all have in this country, and I am no exception. I love seeing it. I'm all over the leaks. Someone today went as far as to quite literally recreate the official Buffalo Bills graphic. They literally went out of their way and photoshopped an entire graphic that perfectly resembles what the Bills PR team would put out. Someone tweeted it at me or sent it to me. I thought it was real. Why wouldn't I? It looked I'll, I'll show it to you. I have it right here on my Twitter. And and by the way, this what I have up right here, this is the main leak that's been going around all day. Now, of course, we do have some certainties on this list that have already been announced. We'll get into that in a second. Speaking of which, all throughout the night tonight, as soon as that schedule is in my hands, we are going to go over it week by week, take a look at exactly what the Bills have in front of them, and then I am going to personally give my way too early 2023 Buffalo Bills record prediction. We're going to go week by week and give them a W or an L and see how I think they fare throughout this year. But as I'm talking about the leaks, this is the one leak here where I, someone tweeted it at me. I think they actually tweeted it at me in the comment section here. Let's see. 
Eh, maybe not. I don't know. Look at me. I can't find it. Either way, that was so that was so anticlimactic. I'm sorry. Either way, um, all day it's just filled with leaks, and it's like, hey, 8 p.m. is gonna roll around at some point. We're gonna get it, but even that is not like you. You, you still just the anticipation of it seems to just overflow during the day on each schedule release day. And there's always some sort of leak. And then this year, someone really took it to the next level that a Photoshop had me fooled. As I'm scrolling Twitter, trying to find the leak, I just found the official schedule. So I don't even know why I have NFL Network on right now. They're interviewing Robert Sala. I don't care. He's taking an L on week one. He's taking an L. I'm already giving that ahead of time. L for my man, Robert Sala. He's a nice guy. I like him. I'm looking at him right now as he's being interviewed by Rich Eisen. I hope Rich informs him he's starting the year one, uh, 0 and 1. I got the schedule here. I'm downloading it real quick and I'm going to put it on up here and we are going to dive right in. And my dad just texted me because he's watching and he, I'm the one I, I should have just went there. I sent him the Photoshop one. Um, so I could have just went there and got it. He just texted me though. The Photoshop one was completely accurate. So shout out to whoever made that. You did a killer job and he did such a good job that I thought it was real. And it turned out it was weird. I was real, but just for safe measure, here is the official schedule that is, has been released by the bills. And, um, I'm just realizing this is covering my entire face. So let's take that down for a second here. And I'm going to make it so that I can be visible while we go over it. There we go. All right, folks, here it is. And we start with what we had already been informed uh, of this morning. And it was a great surprise to wake up to because who called it, baby? Who called Bill's Jets week one Right down to the night, did it right here on this very same show. Monday night, we went through, I did some predictions, let you know what I thought was going to happen. I said, Bills, Jets, week one, it just makes too much sense. Guaranteed, it's going to be a prime time. I don't know why Monday felt right to me, but it did. That's what I went with. Boom. That is exactly what's happening. The reason I thought it was going to happen more, you know, Beyond the fact that you got Aaron Rodgers, the New York, um, the New York market, the Bills high ratings that they constantly get a divisional game, Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen, who doesn't love that. I personally just really freaking wanted that game to kick the year off because you get the opportunity right out of the gate to immediately eliminate the narrative that the New York Jets are now the king or going to be the kings of the AFC East. There's going to be no time wasted. The Jets don't get a cupcake schedule to start the year off where they can go 4-0, 5-0, whatever. We remember, this, we remember this with the Dolphins a couple of years back. When they got off to a good start, Bills were having a struggle towards the middle of the season, or, or you could call it a struggle. I don't even remember exactly what happened. The Dolphins put a couple of games together, essentially. And I remember just everywhere you looked. That was the new thing. I mean, the people are still doing that. I don't pay attention to it. Emmanuel Acho, he's got to get his clicks, so he's got – he doesn't have the Bills in his top five AFC teams. He's got the Dolphins rounding them out. I mean, people still do it. But that will be what you'll see constantly this year. It'll be the New York Jets. They'll be the darlings now because of Aaron Rodgers. They'll constantly be compared to the Bills. And when they're doing 
good or better than expected. And the bills might be doing slightly less than expected. And you got to remember the expectations for the bills under Josh Allen are always going to be at the absolute maximum. If they fall even slightly below that and the jets go slightly above what they're expected to do, you'll immediately start healing, hearing the jets are better than the bills. The jets are going to win the AFC East, yada, yada. So the reason I love this beyond all of the other reasons, the reason I love it the most is because you do not allow that narrative to get established for even a week. You immediately get to go out and prove right off the bat. AFC East is still ours. Aaron Rodgers, who the hell cares? It's still the Buffalo Bills division. Now, of course, that's a two-way street. Bills go out and get their ass kicked. (laughs) You thought you were going to hear about it without playing the Jets, you know, going into the matchup. I don't even want to know what that reality looks like. Let's hope to God we don't have to face that reality. So that, of course, week one, and I couldn't be more stoked about it. Uh, Bills, Jets, Monday Night Football, 9-11 in New York. That's going to be a a, a sight. I mean, you already know that's going to be incredible. I'm sure they'll do uh, some sort of memorial thing before the game with the, you know, the field long flag and probably a flyover, something incredible. I live in Connecticut now, so I'm about 40 minutes from MetLife. I will be in attendance at that one. I could not be more excited. Last year, I thought there was no better way to kick the year off than facing the defending champs in the opening game of the year. I was beyond stoked about that. And this year, this is exactly what I wanted to happen. Both years in a row, we're going back to back here where I am just elated about the start of the year. This could not be a better way to kick things off. So Bill's Jets in New York or in New Jersey, I should say, to kick off the 2023 season. Let's go on from there. So that is in New Jersey, as I said, first game on the road. The Bills will get their home opener in week two against the newly Jimmy Garoppolo-led Las Vegas Raiders. 1 o'clock p.m. game on CBS. Now, one thing that's an interesting note, and I'll take a look at this as we go through this schedule here, it's no longer Bill. It's no longer AFC exclusively on CBS, NFC exclusively on Fox. I, it's all over the place. I'm having a tough time getting my mind wrapped around all these changes. But the broadcasting rules this season are completely different now. Now that's no longer in existence. The ability to flex games has changed dramatically. You can flex more games now. Uh, of course, the NFL Sunday ticket is now on YouTube TV, which I think is incredible. I've never had Direct TV. I barely ever known anybody that does Uh, pause for a second who the hell is on my tv right now i I got the nfl network i don't know who this is he just went through and and, and (laughs) he just went through and said the jets are going 17 and 0 he's over on the touch screen doing the wins losses he's got 17 and 0 for the new york jets do you see what we're dealing with here this is what i'm talking about and i get it how it's lighthearted it's fun it's annoying it's annoying it's still, I just, just gonna, I'm just look. I mean, I, I look, I get it. I get it. I'm a man who likes to have fun too. You know this, but it's just like, ugh. you know, they did the same. This, this is why I say this is giving me eerily similar vibes to the Denver Broncos of last year. I, myself included, you saw it firsthand on here. I'm sure a, a couple of times before the season started. I, as well as just about everybody, was tremendously high on the Denver Broncos with the addition of Russell Wilson. How could you not be 
one of the greatest long ball throwers in the history of the game. Going into that Denver Broncos season last year, one of the better quarterbacks that's been in the NFL over the last two decades. How could you not have thought they were going to be dramatically improved? That shocked everybody. This is to me is even it's even less of a chance to be successful than that was. Yet you're it's being treated as if it's even more likely that the Jets are going to be successful than the Broncos were. I could talk about the Aaron Rodgers Jets thing all night long. You know that. Once again, it just fuels the excitement for week one. All I can say is I can't wait. There's going to be so much animosity from myself personally that's going to continuously build up going into that game because the hatred that we have had for, of course, the interdivision rivals will always be there. You can't tell me it hasn't been growing substantially with the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets over the last couple of seasons. It has dramatically decreased since the departure of Tom Brady in New England. It has dramatically increased since Miami got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, and they immediately thought they were winning the Super Bowl. It is now dramatically increased because the New York Jets now have Aaron Rodgers. I cannot freaking wait. Week two, we are back. We are in the Ralph, and we have to cherish every moment that we are inside of the Ralph uh, these next couple of seasons because we are going to miss that place. When the new stadium is up, it's going to be exciting times having a new stadium in Buffalo, but we have to cherish every single moment inside the Ralph while we still have her. And the first game inside of the Ralph is against the Las Vegas Raiders with their new quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo. I like that start to the year uh, for the Bills. You get a home, uh, you get an away game in prime time. That of course is just, in my opinion, like one of the games of the year. And then you follow that up with a very winnable AFC game at home. Speaking of winnable, you take the uh, you take the team on the road after your first home game, and you go to Washington to uh, to face the Washington Commanders. Now I'll get into the, my predictions about each game uh, after we go through the whole schedule here, but I think you know what my thoughts are on that. After that, it is three consecutive home games, except one of those games is not actually at home. We get the Miami Dolphins in Buffalo uh, on October 1st. And I'm sure Miami Dolphins fans are very pleased to know that their game in Buffalo this season will not be in a snowstorm. The home game that is not a home game, it's off to London. And boy, was I wrong. On Monday night when I was with you guys, I had said, well, the Jacksonville Jaguars already have a um, a London game set up for this season, so I don't see why they would double down and have the Bills play them in London. It, I, I thought the way I had read it, each team gets a game in London. Little did I know, the Jags are playing two games in London. And as I get into each game, after we go through the whole thing in here, uh, over the whole thing here, and it's, uh, it's in, in its entirety, I'll talk a little bit more about this, but there's a major disadvantage facing the Buffalo Bills in that game. And it's the fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars are playing back-to-back games in London. The second leg of that back-to-back being against the Buffalo Bills. They will have been in London for at least a week by the time the Bills show up to play that game. You can't tell me that's not a disadvantage. I also am a bit disappointed about that particular matchup because I personally felt as far as home games were concerned, that was probably the best game outside of the divisional games. You know, I'm high on Jacksonville. I'm high on Trevor Lawrence. I'm high on Doug Peterson. 
and where that young talent is going in Jacksonville. I, I just, I'm very high on them this year and for the foreseeable future. I was very excited to be able to maybe go and see the Bills battle them out in Buffalo. Uh, and that's not the case. It's going to be in London. Um, typically those games blow. Typically the London games suck. That's going to be one. That's going to be a game. You're not going to get much sleep the night before. I promise you, because that's one that we are going to be over the moon excited about a 9:30 AM kick in London. And it's going to be against the team in Jacksonville that is going to be fighting for a high playoff spot in the AFC. I promise you. So that is a huge game and it's in London. It's at 9:30 AM. I'm sure uh, me amongst the rest of Bill's mafia will be drinking all night long leading up into a nice Bills game for breakfast. You can't beat that. Nothing better than beer and booze for breakfast as the Bills are kicking off while the sun rises. I am so excited for football. Uh, as the Bills return back from London, they will be greeted at home by their former offensive coordinator, Brian Dable. And I'm just now realizing... So my dad had texted me earlier saying that the um, the Photoshop one I sent him was accurate. The Photoshop one I had earlier, the leak, let me just verify here, it did not have the Giants game as a, a primetime game. Well, look at here. Sunday night football loves their narratives, and we got a good one. In Bills versus Giants. Sunday night football. By far my favorite primetime production. NBC. They're just. It's unbelievable. I just. I've always thought. Sunday night football is the most superior primetime broadcast. I've always loved it. I've always felt that way. Uh, And a Sunday night game in Buffalo was a rarity to say the least over the last couple of decades. It's so great to of course have that type of team now where you do get at least one Sunday night football game at home uh, in Buffalo. And I think this is an interesting choice because you know, they chose this not because of the matchup, the bills clearly you'd, you'd think at least most people would clearly think the bills are a better team compared to the New York giants. This is all about Brian Dable returning to Buffalo to coach against his former team. It's an awesome narrative. And I personally am very interested to see how the Bills are approached by Brian Dable. Nobody knows Josh Allen and that offense better. Many would argue Josh Allen is the quarterback he is because of Brian Dable. I certainly don't. He certainly played a hand in it. People give him way too much credit. Every time a coach or every time a player like him, like Josh Allen, hits his ceiling, it's funny how this narrative works. Like with, with, with Patrick Mahomes, Eric Bieniemy gets no credit for how good Patrick Mahomes is. Andy Reid gets all the credit. But with Josh Allen, because Sean McDermott's a defensive coach, Brian Dable got all the credit. I've heard countless people, media, whoever, you know, Brian Dable made Josh Allen who he is. No, no, he definitely helped Josh Allen in his progression. He was certainly a terrific coach. And for a kid in Josh Allen coming into the league who was raw and definitely needed to be coached the right way to hit his ceiling. There was nobody better than Brian Dable, but this is where you put it all out on the line. You got Josh Allen going up against his former coach that many people believe has gotten him to the point in which he is at currently in his career. Awesome narrative. That is the sole reason that this game finds itself in prime time. Interesting back-to-backs that you look at right there in week five and week six. You go out to London. Your next game back 
which by the way, a lot of people are under the impression that if you play an international game, that you immediately get a buy after that. That is not the case. It did not happen last year, and that's not in the agreement. It makes a lot of sense. I personally feel like that should be a thing, but it's not. So the Bills will be coming back just one week from London at home and immediately go right into primetime. So you go from a 9.30 a.m. game to a primetime game against the New York Giants. That's going to be a, that's a low-key because there's a lot of great matchups on this on this schedule. That right there, under the radar as far as one, one of the better ones, especially knowing that it's in prime time here. Um, wow. So when you get into the meat of this, as you stare at the bottom left column with the Jags and the Giants, and you move over to the middle column here towards the top, you will now see that including the Jacksonville game, which is as abnormal of a time as you'll play any, any season, 9.30 a.m., you are looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 of 11 games. Wow. Starting week five, 10 of the 11 Buffalo Bills games will not be played at 1 p.m. Let me reiterate that. The Bills will play 10 out of 11 straight games outside of the 1 p.m. window. Four of five starting week six are all nighttime primetime games. Wow. I'm I'm soaking this in because I put a little too much stake into the one I sent my dad. He needs to get his eyes checked because this is not completely linear to that one. So I am now just real. I'm I'm readjusting here because this is just hitting me. I'm not trying to diss my dad, by the way. It's very, very spot on. But there's very minor things that are different. And one in which being there was supposed to only be three primetime games within this window here, but now you're looking at four out of five. Wow. Oh boy. This is going to be fun. Wow. 10 out of 11 straight games, 10 out of 11 weeks. And I know, I know there is a massive portion of this fan base that despises any time the Bills play outside of 1 p.m. I personally grew up in a generation of Bills fans that was so deprived of any national spotlight that I am in love with anything but 1 p.m. I have nothing against 1 p.m. I love it. But when I grew up as a Bills fan coming up, my dad... (laughs) My dad's my dad is texting me. He goes, times are a little off. And he and he called me, he called me a name. My dad is not happy right now that I'm calling him out. But um I deserve that. I deserve that. Uh it's not his fault either. Because as I'm looking at this, I'm now also realizing, and I'll extend another apology to my my dad. I'm now just realizing that what's shocking me the most out of this are the times and the one I sent him didn't have times. And my dumbass should have looked at that and said, Hmm, you know, maybe if this was real, the Bills 
you know, official account would have put the times on the thing. But my dumb ass was like, oh, well, it looks good. So it's got to be real. Anyway, I grew up in a generation of Bills fans. It was 1 p.m. or bust. And I can remember more than, a count, uh, more than a handful of times where the Bills were so damn bad that the games were blacked out. And I'd have to listen to it on WGR like it was 1945. Okay. Me and my dad would huddle up in the back room like we were listening to the fire the, the fireside chats from FDR back in wh- whenever the hell he was in office. So I appreciate and enjoy games that are outside of the 1 p.m. window because you never know when that's going to leave and never come back. With that said, this is pretty freaking absurd here. We're talking 10 of 11 weeks the Bills are not playing an early afternoon game. So let's dive into what we're talking about here, right? So as I said, week six, you got the Giants at home on Sunday night football. The week after that, okay, you um, you are on the road in New England. That will be the only one o'clock game these Buffalo Bills will play. So that's week seven, one o'clock PM on the road in New England. <laughs> okay. That's October 22nd. That will be the only 1 PM game. The bills will play until they play new England again on new year's Eve over two months of Buffalo bills football straight will be outside of the 1 PM window. Every single game to end the year outside of the New Year's Eve game will be at 1 p.m. Or it will be outside of 1 p.m. That is wild. That is wild. And what you'll notice here as well, look at the amount of 425 games. And this is what I was talking about when I was talking about the the broadcasting uh, rules and stuff like that. I think this is part of it. I think this is where things change now, where you'll see more 425 games like teams uh, for the Bills or, or, or other teams that maybe didn't play as many of them in the past. Um, this has to be the most 425 games the Bills have played in this in, in a season, maybe in my entire life. Uh, as, as I'm looking right now, you have uh, we have four, uh, at least four, uh, depending on what they do with this Miami game at the end of the year. That's to be determined. We'll see what they plug that into. But um, So week seven is your first game against New England, 1 p.m., Enjoy that 1 p.m. game to those folks out there who absolutely love the 1 p.m.ers because that's all you're getting until basically 2024. (laughs) That's crazy. All right, so then after New England, it is three consecutive primetime games. Back to back to back. To kick that slate off is week eight at home in what I believe to be one of the strangest schedule decisions of this entire slate here. Bills at home Thursday night football week eight against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't, there is not one thing that comes to mind that I could think was brought up in the decision room as far as why this game should be in a prime time slot. Other than the fact that maybe they had to give Tampa one Thursday night game, which I think is that's the rule. Every team has to play a Thursday night game. Or wait, no, that's a new that's another one of these new rules this year. 
I don't even know. Some some teams can play two Thursday night games. Some teams don't get one. I don't even freaking know. That's what I was saying earlier. I can't keep it. I can't keep it straight either way. Let's just assume every team has to play one. If you know different, let me know in the comment. But yeah, like like 10K Drippy's saying here. I mean, I mean, I'm all about it. Thank God it's home because that'll be a fun one to go to. Because, you know, unless something dramatically changes through the first eight weeks of the year, you can expect the Bills to beat the living shit out of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Thursday night football in Buffalo. Uh, Earlier today, uh, actually, maybe it was late last night, um, on the Action Network, one of their columnists put out his projected lines, uh, his projected spreads for each game. Uh, If you're not familiar with, if you're not a big gambler, spreads mean, you know, what, which team is favored by what or how many points in a game. Um, And and if you were wondering, by the way, week one, those lines are already out. You can go bet on the bills right now. The bills opened up as a three point favorite in New York, New Jersey. They are now a one and a half point favorite. So that means a lot of early money coming in on that jets hype train. Hey, Keep going and putting your dollars down, Jets fans. I'm sure Fireman Ed, he's probably down at the Atlantic City right now, just outside of Jersey, throwing down his coins. Jets money line, keep doing it. Give, get, keep lowering that number so I can come in and absolutely hammer the Bills money line for plus money. Please, by all means, keep driving that number down. But to those projected spreads, uh, this is uh, per Sean Corner of the Action Network. Uh, he had went ahead and put out all of his projected lines uh, as far as what he thought each game would be as far as a Vegas spread is concerned. The Bills and his projections are favored in 15 of the 17 games. Now, remember, last year, the Bills were not an underdog once, including the playoffs. Unheard of. I think I, I don't know if that is um, – the first time ever. If it isn't, though, it has to be one of the first. I mean, that's an extraordinary thing to go to an entire season and not be an underdog once. The Bills are considered to be underdogs potentially based on Sean Kerner's uh, projections. They are considered to be underdogs in only two games this year. I bet you can guess which two. On the road against Cincinnati, on the road against Kansas City. The Bills are favored in every single home game. Uh, These are all projections, by the way. I just want to keep reiterating that. These projections assume that the Bills will be favored in all home games, all AFC East games, and in all five NFC games that they play. But the reason I bring that up is because the Buccaneers game is the game in which Sean Kerner predicted the Bills will have the highest point spread. He thinks they could get up close to 10-point favorites in that game. So, um, you know, the Bucs, I think on a lot of people's minds, you still remember them as... You know, Tom Brady Bucks winning a Super Bowl. That's not the case. You could argue that going into this season, the, the, the Bucks could be considered one of the worst teams in the NFL. So uh, a shocker to see that game in a primetime slot, but I think it's a great spot for the Bills to be able to get a primetime drubbing in and be able to really put on display what they have against the team in the Bucks. who, you know, as of right now, we don't know what's going to happen, but as of right now, you know, that's looking like it's a game that the Bills should win handily. Now, you know, no better time to have that game than a week before you're going and playing probably your toughest, if not one of, I mean, certainly one of, but you could argue definitely the toughest game of the season. Ooh, baby, on the road once again. 
the Cincinnati Bengals, and I will be there. I was already talking to the boys today. We have absolutely got to redeem ourselves. I was at the DeMar Hamlin game, and, of course, leaving Cincinnati that weekend was just, I mean, it was beyond sad. I mean, it was just awful. Like Leaving there, it was just terrible. So we're going to go back for the redemption tour in week nine, and so are the Buffalo Bills. They are trying to avenge that absolute atrocity that they put on display against the Cincinnati Bengals in the playoffs. Week nine, everybody's already got that one circled. Believe me. And they are no dummies over at the NFL headquarters. That, of course, is in primetime, and it's in the biggest of all three primetime slots. Sunday night football NBC. Oh, my God. I know you can't see it on the, on the screen, but my hair is standing up. My hair is touching the ceiling right now. I got goosebumps, baby. That is going to be incredible. Sunday night football in Cincy. Bills looking for revenge. And by week nine, you already know those two are going to be duking it out for the top seed in the AFC. All games matter all year long. You get into the middle of that schedule against a team where that one win could be the ultimate difference. Game is going to be huge. Another game that I find hilariously interesting because nobody rips on the Denver Broncos being in primetime more than me. And it's funny because as I say that, I'm looking at Al Michaels on my computer screen right now who's on uh, NFL Network. How many times last year did did poor Al Michaels almost fall asleep having to broadcast a a Broncos game? The hype going into the year, it was right. right, Russell Wilson and the Broncos, man, they're going to be the team to watch. They were on primetime, what felt like every other week, and they were terrible. So I've been on record saying, listen, I I hope I don't have to watch the Denver Broncos in primetime ever again. Well, I'll certainly be tuning into this one. Monday night football. Russell Wilson and Sean Payton coming to town. Russ trying to cook outside of his own kitchen in Buffalo, New York. I'm telling you, and I, I've said this a bunch this offseason, no shot in hell the Denver Broncos are as bad this year as they were last year. Sean Payton, I, I, I think in my lifetime, top five coach, easily top two, three offensive coach. He is going to right the wrongs of that team from a season ago and, and I, in my opinion, really get Russell Wilson back on the course And they'll, of course, by then have 10 weeks under their belt to try and do that. That game's going to be better than meets the eye based on last season. I think the Broncos are going to be in the playoff mix this year. So that game, of course, is going to be bigger than I think currently meets the eye. But how about that slate right there? Not only is it three back-to-back-to-back primetime games, but it's three different types of primetime games. You go from a Thursday night game into a Sunday night game into a Monday night game. Oh, boy, it's good to have a good team in Buffalo, isn't it, folks? Oh, baby, I love it. But as I said earlier, and I still can't get over this, it doesn't end there. Now, people are off. They're, they're very defensive about how they, can, how they define primetime. To me, primetime is a night game. I understand I, I, 425, z that's considered primetime coverage. I know. I know. I know. But it's not prime time. Does that make sense? It is, but it isn't. 
And I could argue that the 425 games, several weeks out of the year, are oftentimes better, better than the primetime games. The reason I just paused there for a second is I just heard a little bloop in the background. I got a surprise guest. Because you know what I like doing this stuff by myself because I'm so worked up. I need somebody to, to get worked up with me. And who better than my main man, Rev? Who's surprising me? What's up? <laughs> What's up, baby? Dude, I'm up right now looking at this thing. I mean, oh, yeah. I, so uh, I'll, I'll usher you in. The, here's where I'm at right now as I talk through this, Rev. Yeah. What are your thoughts about hey, I- playing four out of five consecutive games in primetime 10 out of 11 straight weeks, Rev, without a 1 p.m. game. What are your initial thoughts on that? Well, first of all, man, look, dude, like, I hadn't even been able to, like, to get into the schedule. I just, like, checked it out, so I haven't even yeah, really, man. like, dove, like just dove into it yet. So this is, this is, this is like, my first, my first uh, experience with it. So, I, oh, I mean, dude, we're, doing, we're doing this live, man. Oh, okay, awesome. Let me yeah, break it down yeah, for so you. Let me get you caught up. Let me get it caught up. As I'm sure you know, you saw this morning, Bills, Jets, Monday night football week one. Yeah. It doesn't get better. I, that one. I could talk about yeah. it all night. I can't wait. Um, so then you go, you got a 1 p.m. in, in uh, three consecutive weeks. But then after that, Rev, once we hit week five, I mean, to the 1 p.m. crowd, as I said earlier, uh, mm-hmm. my condolences, because you're not going to really be watching a 1 p.m. game outside yeah. of the week seven matchup against New England until the clock strikes midnight in 2024 on New Year's Eve. I mean, it's insane. So we go London, right? Week five mm-hmm. against the Jags, and then Rev starting in week six, it's primetime, 1 p.m., then primetime, 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 425, 425, 425, yeah. 425, primetime, not a 1 o'clock game again, Rev, until week until seven. week 17, I see it. Yes. Yeah. Insane. That, that, is, that is insane, man. Like, uh, to, the, to the early game crowd, man, uh, rip. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mean, like, and, dude, they're <laughs> passionate about it. They are passionate about the 1 p.m. You know, I I know it, man. But you you know what? Uh, hey, I don't I don't think there's any any going back now. The Bills have arrived. They're they're one of the top teams in the NFL, and people want to watch them. Oh, yeah. And so 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 the days of hiding behind that you know that that one p.m. Uh, game are are in the past now. You know what I'm saying? And so we yeah. we we have to we have to expect it every single year. And um, it is what it is. I know many people um, were hoping that we would get a chance to kind of like slide under the radar this year, you know, with not so much hype and <laughs> and let's just let's just you know like last year we were overhyped and, and under under delivered, you know, and this year you know we're kind of under hyped, but now we're like yeah under hyped at this schedule. <laughs> <laughs> it would be plastered all, all over the place. Hey man, hey we, uh, we have we have to live with it, man. Uh, being yeah. a hunter, this 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 is this is the price to pay for being a top team in the NFL. And uh, uh, actually. Uh, I'm excited about it, man, to be honest. Let me ask you a question because I knew this, this is always Ruffles Fathers. I don't get it. And maybe it's just because I'm coming from a perspective. I was saying earlier before you came on, I said, I remember growing up when the bills were so bad, the games would get blacked out. And it was like, you know, 1920s family time sitting around the, sitting around the old ham radio listening to the bills. So I enjoy <laughs> a nice primetime game, rep. But yeah, now when I, when I say primetime, people think they – I can. Do you consider prime time as a night game, or do you also throw the four twenty five into the prime time umbrella? I mean, it depends. I mean, I, I guess it dep- depends on the coverage. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But I, I, w- I would consider an afternoon game. You know what I'm saying? A, a kind of prime time because there's more eyes on it. You know, t- yeah. to a degree. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and so yeah, I mean, l- lump it all in together. Um, 
I'm I'm, I'm just totally I'm just stoked about it, dude. Yeah, but oh, but yeah. but to have that many though, like back to back to back to back to, and then and then throw in a bye week in between that. So, so yes, so, so you got that week thirteen bye. Uh, Ian Graham coming in by the way, no bye week uh, after the London game. That is correct, and I know a lot of people are under the impression, as I spoke on earlier that it's an automatic buy after an international game. That's not the case. I personally think that that should probably be a thing. It, it isn't. Be. So, hey, you're coming off the – you could you might have a little jet lag when Brian Dable comes yeah, in town, but exactly. so be it. That's exactly what I was going to say. Um, and we're playing, glad you yeah, came on, by the way, when he did, Rev, because I haven't gotten it. We're doing the record prediction tonight, so I hope you're ready for that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah oh, we yeah. Was, yeah little, you know, you and I did that last year. So, yeah, we did. We went. To, I we was hoping go. somebody would I, – I messed with the chat earlier. I said, I, that's an open I, invite. Come on I in. It. I saw it. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna let you let you go by yourself, so, man. So, well, you got a pat. Well, you know me. If I get, I, I was having a blast talking to myself. I, my hair was. I was getting I goosebumps. It. I was screaming at myself. I don't think I looked at the comments section for the first thirty minutes because I was so jazzed up. <laughs> I just want to know. I just want to say, um, when when Pierre and Rico are watching this back after you ghosted my ass this morning, <laughs> it's a pass. he's here. I just want to say this is a shot at you for ghosting me. You could oh, be yeah. out here having a blast with the boys, but you're not. I digress. Let me get through the rest of just talking about this, Rev, and then you know, yeah. and then we're gonna get into our predictions. But I, you came on right at the perfect time because I was getting right into the meat of this wild ten out of eleven straight games outside of the one o'clock window. So mm -hmm. I just went through the three primetime games um, uh, from week eight through week ten uh, to catch you up to speed. Mm -hmm. This one to me very interesting at home Thursday night against the Bucks. Just a weird matchup. I don't know why that is deserving of primetime, but it, it is a primetime game. Yeah. And you got the Bengals, Sunday night football. That's going to be as good as advertised. Mm -hmm. And then the Broncos, Monday night football. Um, so those are three back-to-back-to-back primetime rev. Uh, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. What are your initial thoughts on those three games right there, just at first glance? Mm. Yeah, I agree with you about the Bucks game. That is kind of weird. Yeah. There's really no draw. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understood if Brady was there, but but I don't, I don't, I don't get the draw in that, in that game. Right. Um, so, I mean, I guess it's like they just had to throw a Thursday night game in there, throw somebody in there. So, well, yeah. I said that we better enjoy it because, I, look, I said the Broncos and people have their opinion on them. That's fine. I, I just there's no way they're as bad as they were last year. So with that in mind, mm -hmm. I mean, look at this. You are going Bengals, Broncos, Jets, the defending NFC champs, the defending uh, Super Bowl champs, Cowboys, Jet, uh, Chargers. All outside of the 1 p.m. window, all in front of a, a national audience. And oh, yeah. those are going to be massive, massive games. So let's get into week 11. This is the rematch. This time Aaron Rodgers comes to Buffalo. When have the Bills and the Jets ever played at 425? That is an interesting one. It's on mm. CBS, so you can yeah. bet your boy Tony Romo and Jim Nance. Oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, right? They're gonna be talking Rodgers versus yep. Allen. Yep. Um that's gonna be fun, and it, dude. This is this is. You, you, you know what though? I'll say this just at first glance. Yeah. Um. You know how they say, you know, it's 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 not a, it's not so much about how you start, it's how you finish, right? Mm -hmm. Like that last quarter of the season, you know, December is really gonna set you set, set set the great teams apart from everybody else. Yep. When you look at that that final stretch of games, <laughs> man. I mean, just just come out. I, I can't even say like after the bye. I mean, we, if if you want to go with, let's just go oh. with week twelve. Okay, I'm not I'm not dissing the Jets at week eleven, but let's just go at week twelve. You got you've got the Eagles. Okay, 
Um, that's a tough, tough matchup. Tough, oh. Super tough. And I get it. It's, it's not an AFC game, but it doesn't matter. It's still it's still a hard one. And then you get your bye week. You get to rest up a little bit. Come back. You get the Chiefs week 14 in Canada. I'm so tired of playing these uh. suckers. At Arrowhead, I'm so tired. Groundhog Day every year. Oh, back to Dude, Kansas City. I'm I mean, tired it's like of it, unbelievable. Man. I know. And, and then, and then we we come home to the Cowboys, Chargers, and then we close out with two AFC East divisional games. Like that's that's not an easy slate no. to close out the to close out the regular season, man. So hopefully the Bills, and the way they set it up, man, because it's. <laughs> You you would hope that that you know we could kind of coast a little bit, but no, there's, there's no there's not gonna be any coasting. Like like oh, you better be playing the best football of your seat of of your life come out after that bye week, man, because it is going to be a major test for the Bills. Like you said, like you said, it's not about how you start; it's about how you finish. Is there a better example than last season? You come no. out of the gate, you beat the shit out of the Rams; they no. wind up blowing. You beat the shit out of the Titans; they end no. up blowing, and you end the year. Just, I mean, it, it was abysmal. I mean, I, I can put any adjective that you want in there to to be synonymous with just pure dog shit. So yep. you're you're spot on. And this year, it's even tougher. I mean, this is an inc- I just this is murderer's row here. You you're mm-hmm. you're starting week nine, and you don't get a chance to come up from for air. Really until don't. Maybe the Patriots or maybe the Cowboys, depending on how, what they got going on. But I don't, I don't overlook the Cowboys at all. So the, the only breath of air they get is week 13 in the, in the bye week. That's when they yeah. get. And by <laughs> that, I mean, I mean, they, they could already, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Jets at home week 425. That is such a weird thing to look at. I got to go back and look this up at some point tonight. I, I'd venture to believe this might be one of, if not the first time, that the Bills have played the Jets in a 425 window. That just is, like, unheard of. Um, but once again, Aaron Rodgers, there's the draw. Yeah. Uh, Eagles, I mean, that is just, I mean, that's as good as it gets. It that's going to be wild. Um, you, you, you know you know what's you know what's catching my attention right now? Yeah. Now that I'm looking at it, starting from week 14, look at, there's there's not a consecutive home game or road game in there. It's, it's back, it's, 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 yeah. Kansas City, right? And then and then back to Buffalo for uh, for the game against the Cowboys. And then it's a cross country to LA, cross country back to New England, and Ugh. then it might as well be cross country going south from from New England all the way to Miami. That's a lot of travel and a lot of a lot of a lot of back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I think I saw earlier someone tweeted out the amount of air miles each team has to travel. I think the Bills were towards the upper end of the middle pack, and it I'm assuming the majority of that's coming, yeah, in the yeah, latter half of the year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so you play the Eagles. That's going to be a super tough, but amazing matchup. Uh, that's up against the bye. You take the bye. Now that bye we could not come at a better time. If you're going to play the chiefs, I mean, out of 17 games, you draw the chiefs after the bye week. That is a gift. Um, it is a great to see. I mean, the bye week's a bit late, right? But if you're going to mm-hmm. have it before the chiefs, I can't think of a better scenario to have your bye week. I mean, you get you get an additional week to to prep up for a game that is always a tough one. Right. Then Cowboys come home to Buffalo, and let me tell you this right now, that's gonna be a great game. Don't sell your tickets to that game because Cowboys fans, that's what they want. There'll be so many damn Cowboys fans in that stadium. You know I it. Guarantee, oh, I because you know they're just uh, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Yep. So yep. don't sell your tickets to that game. No, don't because we're gonna see too many stars in there. 
And for some reason, they all wear the vintage jackets because they haven't they haven't enjoyed watching Start, their games since the 90s. Started jackets. Yeah. So just don't. <laughs> all right. Then <laughs> this is hilarious to me. Get your credit cards out and subscribe to Peacock because oh, yeah. is, I, I mean, I, I was saying earlier, you know, next thing you know, Rev, it, it, the Super Bowl is going to be exclusive to Hulu or Disney Plus. I mean, I don't even They're know. It's going to be pay-per-view, <laughs> man. Yeah. The Bills. Now, let me double check. I am like 99% sure that that is a Saturday night game. Let me just double check here. I'm pretty December sure it is. 23rd. Yes. Yeah, December it is. 23rd. Saturday night, prime time at yep. home. Justin Herbert comes to town exclusively on Peacock. Peacock. I already got and, it, so it's good. I mean, <laughs> I would love to see the subscriber total in Buffalo for Peacock <laughs> the night before Christmas Eve against the Chargers. Yeah. And I'm just telling you right now, for those who don't know, that game's not being broadcasted anywhere else but Peacock. And you better get your internet provider over the house and make sure everything's, you know, I's are dotted and T's are crossed because you're going to have to stream it. And it's on the the streaming platform that I guarantee you 99% of you don't have. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. And like Dave's saying, free trial, perfect. Get a burner email, you know. Just go ahead. I didn't tell you to do it, but I understand, you know, (laughs) I understand how the game works as well. Uh, And then you cap the year off as you typically do with two AFC East games, one in which is a home game against the New England Patriots on the road against the Dolphins with a TBD time slot. And if it's anything like last year, it'll be a primetime game. The Bills Mm -hmm. versus the Dolphins was a a TBD slot last year. And that wound up being a primetime game in Buffalo. That was one for the ages and probably one of Josh Allen's best performances to date. It was an incredible game and an incredible win for the Bills as they clinched the division. These final two weeks, the final two weeks are going to be, are going to probably going to be for the division. I would imagine, especially with those uh, four of the last three Rev being AFC games. And I would argue three of those being against teams that will be very involved in the playoff yeah, on in the Chiefs, Chargers, and Dolphins. Yep. yep. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's, that's actually good that you because when you mention it, because look, we're, I mean, we're playing the Chiefs and the Chargers both in the AFC West, and so you you got you you have to figure that those two teams are going to be vying for 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 positioning and, and you know for that division in and of itself, and then you've got the Bills um, and with the Dolphins and the, and, and the Patriots trying to trying to win the East, so. These NFL schedule makers, I mean, you got you got to give it to them, man. Like they think of everything, and and uh, this this makes perfect sense, and it leads everything. Uh, I mean, it leads up to just a complete slugfest towards the end of the season before you even get to the playoffs, man. Caroline, who's just got home from work, your initial thoughts, first glance on the Bills' schedule, your record prediction. What's up, Caroline? Yo, what is that? She's got At Caroline. She's raw dog. She's raw dog in the frozen yogurt right out of the container. She Yo. said, "I don't care." Put that close yes, to the no camp, respect for the other people in this household, and the other person is me. And Straight I'm the one out the container. That. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about, Caroline. That's how you do it. I'm a bad influence, Rab. I do that. <laughs> no, that's like, how you do it. Night. All right. Initial thoughts. Your uh, record prediction. Go. Bills winning everything. And you heard it here first. <laughs> there we go. I don't think I could have put it better. Uh, <laughs> Bills winning everything. T-shirt. Print it right now. Get our T-shirt guy on the phone, Rab, over at BF. All right. She, she's a keeper, man. Oh, she's great, isn't she? She's she's great. <laughs> 
Although she didn't give me a bite of the ice cream. No, she wasn't. She was on team hell. That one pretty tight. I'm shocked yeah. she didn't have the typical uh, shovel she has as she eats the ice cream. Uh, this oh, is a more tiny spoon for her. Did she give you? The, she she had the, the the big the big cereal spoon. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll walk down the stairs, Rev, and I'll see her with um uh, I'll see her with one of those um like it, wooden spoon, like a spatula almost. You know, yeah, spoon, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. She'll oh, just yeah. Be, yeah, oh, yeah. They, oh. God bless her. Uh, Brother, yeah, keeper man. That's how you. Oh know. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, with uh. A little bit of that nice strawberry frozen yogurt in my mouth. Which, by the way, I'm a big fan of the frozen yogurt. I saw this tweet the other day. Oh, it was, good, it was a perfect description. It was amazing. I know they, this guy tweeted out about, <laughs> about frozen yogurt. He said, it's the most American thing ever to ruin something really good just a little bit so that you can have more of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, if that's not me to a T, man. I'm oh, like, well, man. frozen yogurt, I'll eat the whole thing. You know, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, right. I, I just had me some ice cream too, man. Like, oh, you I, are, are you a? Are you a? I'm probably gonna get, I'm probably gonna get slammed for this. I know I'm in the minority, dude. But are, are you a mint chocolate guy? Oh hell yeah! Oh for hell real? Yeah. There, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. See, I know I know I like you for a reason. Bob. So you're let me let me now. This is usually the follow up question, which yeah. is also very polarizing. Are you a Shamrock Shake guy? Shamrock Shake guy. For, well, nope. you see, you're Texas. But you're, yeah, you're, I don't think I've, I've McDonald's had isn't like you guys are more like the Whataburger and whatnot. Although you make yeah. the best burgers in town, so what does that matter? Yeah, you know, you know, I did. Uh, you you never had the Shamrock Shake? Never had the Shamrock Shake. Oh, Rev. Uh-huh. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, Classic you remember? You remember last year we did we did we did the we did the shake test. I know. I remember you were like, "Yo, bye. You got to go do this." And I'm like, "Bro, I would, except I don't have three of these five <laughs> locations within a four hour vicinity <laughs> yeah. of me." Yeah. Um. Dude, so the Shamrock Shake, it comes out during uh, St. Patrick's Day around that time every year at McDonald's, and it's a mint-flavored milkshake, and it's just, it's like one of the greatest things of all time. Mm. It's incredible. And really? if you like mint chocolate ice cream, love mint chocolate. love that. Dude, oh. I love it, dude. Like, oh, man. Just, I'll eat the whole thing, bro. Like, I have, I have to watch myself. People say it tastes like uh, mouthwash. I'm like, well, you have a ter- you have just have a, a, you have a crap palate. You take it's yeah, you taste phenomenal. like jacked up, man. No, it's jacked amazing. Up. Yeah, it's speaking amazing. Jack, speaking of jacked up, Rev, let's find out how many uh, of these teams we think the Bills are gonna jack up. Okay. Ooh. This is the Bills schedule, and we're about to dive into it and give our predictions. That's and good. by the way, we reserve the right to change it. I could right. uh, <laughs> I can have this thing flipped to 17 and 0 by the time the week starts. We'll see how uh, week one starts, we'll see how I'm feeling. We'll see how much Pierre winds up talking me into leaning towards 17 and 0 by the time week one starts, because you know. Oh yeah, if he did a prediction show, Rev. It would last two minutes because he would just go through and write W's everywhere. W's and all, all, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, on the other hand, I like to live in a little thing that I sometimes don't like, but I am in regardless, and that is reality. And I just don't anticipate a seventeen and zero year this year. And even though I love that, I don't yeah. think seventeen and zero means a Super Bowl championship. So I really you don't give a damn, Rev, because that's all that I care about. And we yes. know. Yeah, last team to go seventeen and zero, lost to the hands of the New York Giants and didn't get it did. done. So here it is. We're gonna do it right here. We got the schedule um, in its entirety right here. And by the way, just to recap, the Bills did wind up getting the maximum amount of primetime games. And by primetime, just for those folks out there who want to argue with me, I understand everybody's got their their side of the fence. When I say primetime, talking night games, we got one, two. Three, four, five, six. The max that you can play 
used to be five up until this year. It has now been switched to six. And because the Buffalo Bills are America's darling, they got six of them. So, Ziba, real quick, real quick, did you did you look at the video that that they put out? The, the oh, did they do one? No, should we yeah. do it? I haven't seen Let's it yet. Real, real quick, I I just pulled it up. I hadn't looked Let's at it yet. It. And I was like, let me let me add, let me ask Bot to see if he actually did it or not. I forgot about I those. Know. Those are great. Yeah, they are hilarious, dude. So, you have it? I, yeah. Let me let me. Uh, well, you you go ahead and do. I'll it. Do I just pulled it, yeah. up on, on the bills. Yeah, because my Is my audio Twitter? doesn't work when I share my screen. Is it on uh, Twitter? It's on Bills.com. Let's go to the oh, it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, home site. Yeah, it's on the home page. It says Buffalo Bills schedule revealed, making dreams come true, featuring Josh Allen and you know more. By the way, hold on. How how have the Bills not ponied up a couple of bucks to buy this site? By the way, I just typed in Bills.com. I mean, how how have the Pagulas not said, "Hey, we'll throw you a couple bucks. Can we get the domain name?" I mean. <laughs> It was like back in the day when you used to type in dicks.com because you knew what was going to come up just to make <laughs> somebody laugh, even though you're like, oh, I'm going to go shop for shoes or yeah. sneakers uh-huh. and basketballs and, uh, and the yeah, rest yeah. is history. Yeah. All right, Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, here it yeah, is. I already love it. Yeah. So Buffalo Bills 2023 NFL schedule revealed, making dreams come true, featuring Josh Allen and more. All right, let's dive in. What ad are they going to give us, by the way? Let's take a look here. It's going to be a Shamrock ad because, you know, they, they listen to Oh, them. no ad. Win a championship. Nice. You get immediately greeted with my main man, Brandon Bean. All right, let's do it. In Buffalo, we make got one dream. As we all know, that's to win a championship. By the way, no, I can't make it big. Remember, every time I make it big, it won't, it won't do it. Oh, okay. Remember that? I don't know why. Yeah. It's annoying. Um, Can I make it bigger? Let me see. Did that make it bigger? No, it shrunk it. Does that make it bigger? Mm, not really. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but we got players. They got their own set of dreams. So we decided to put this bucket in the locker room, and they could put in there what their dreams were. <laughs> That's going to be a little easier than I thought. Go, <laughs> <laughs> Will. Uh-oh. It's an idiot. You a mailman? Yeah. Bates has no neck. Bills have signed a veteran free agent, a young guy whose name's Desmond Nutsworth. <laughs> <laughs> what? Joke? Get it. Oh, oh imagine. Dude. Straight to the crew, just like that. Yeah, Roger that. On my way. We got a fire. We got a big one. Come on. Let's go. Ah, I got it. You all right? No need to thank me, guys. It's only a day's work. It's Dr. Lawson. Give me some chemicals. Let me do my thing. You need to maintain this reaction by adding some nitrogen. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Getting certified wasn't easy, but it was worth it. 
Just drop a tab. I mean, what was that? <laughs> also, by the way, am I the only one that like barely realized that they were showing the games? <laughs> they were showing. The- <laughs> There's no way anybody watched that and was like, "Oh, so that's who we're playing." Yeah, right? you have to. <laughs> you have to kind of watch the details. Well, I I gotta tell you, they kind of buried the lead there, or they kind of came out a little too hot because the funniest part of that whole thing was Josh Allen coming in with, on the mount, as a mountain man. That, that, oh, was, that was hilarious. Hilarious, man. Um, oh, dude. Funny. That was in, in, in as good a way possible because it was funny. That was that was awful. I don't know what, <laughs> what? that was. That was terrible. Charlie, Charlie says, that was a disaster. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. But it's just I've seen the ones in the past, like last year, the Chargers did like a whole anime. They did like a whole animated movie, okay. and the Bills had Josh Allen dressed up as a paper boy. Hey, but you want to know what? They get their clientele. That's what we want. We it, want nice, lighthearted comedy. That's what they oh, get. Man. Dude, he slapped the heck out of that guy's head. He though. did. I wonder how many takes they did. Hopefully, <laughs> it was just one rep. Oh, yeah. That guy might have gotten concussed. He might have yeah. gone in the protocol. Oh man. Um, speaking of lighthearted comedy. Do we think week one mm. will be a laughing fest for Bills fans as we take on the New York Jets on Monday night football? Here we go, Rev. Let's do it. We're doing it. I can't believe it's this time of the year already, but hey, that just means kickoff is right around the corner. We are about to get in to our 2023 Buffalo Bills season predictions, and it all starts in the Meadowlands in New Jersey, week one Monday night football against the Aaron Rodgers-led New York Jets. Rev, I'll give you the floor to start first here. What are your initial thoughts on the game in New Jersey to kick things off for the Bills in 2023? Well, I will say this. Um, This was to be expected. I knew that they were gonna that they were likely to put us against Rodgers week one opening up the season. I, I thought it was either, either either the either the season opener or or the uh, the home opener. But mm-hmm. regardless, I, I felt like that was going to be a prime time game. Aaron Rodgers going to to the Big Apple. We know it's a big draw now. The Jets are feeling themselves. They got they they got the big fish. Aaron Rodgers, um, along with Garrett Wilson and the rest of that offense, Brees Hall. They added some weapons defensively. You know, you know they're going to be good with Robert Sala. They split the Bills last year. Remember, Zach Wilson beat us. Um, and so people are putting the Bills underneath. You know, the East. You had some. You had some people. You know, earlier talking about the Bills not even in the top five. Oh, I saw. I, I, I won't even give it the time the, of day. The Jets, you know, up top, you know, and all that kind of stuff, and this and that. And I get it. The Jets are better on paper. But they ain't proved anything yet, Z-Bot. 
Hell they not. haven't proved anything. Not a doggone thing. We know Aaron Rodgers. We know we know his his. You know we know how he operates. He hadn't beaten the Bills in I don't know how long. Okay, I'm not afraid of him. I don't care anything about those guys. They're gonna face us week one prime time, and I'm glad it's prime time because we get to shut them up early. That's exactly. Open what I the said. season up. All this hype talk about the Jets, this and Aaron Rodgers that blah 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 blah. Bills not top five. Beat the snot out of them. Shut them up. Get them out the way. Done. Bills win. Week one. You're you're thinking convincingly too. What I, I don't know about convincingly, but I think it's going to be a good win. Okay. I, as long as long as they win, it's not a close game. Um, I, I'll, I'll say I'll say a two score game. Okay. Two score game. Yeah. Here's where I'm at. Yes. Does Aaron Rodgers immediately improve the New York Jets? Absolutely. You also have to remember the fact that Aaron Rodgers has played in the same with the same team under the same regime, essentially, without an owner, right? With only two different head coaches. Aaron Rodgers has played his football in small farm town Green Bay mm-hmm. for 20 years. He has not had a different routine in his professional, illustrious professional career in 20 years. This is as dramatic of a change as you could possibly make professionally when it comes to athletics, what Aaron Rodgers is currently doing, going from the Green Bay Packers to the New York Jets. And this is the first night in which he will be gearing up in that Jets uniform. The first night he will be going out onto a field without a Green Bay Packers uniform on. Do not underestimate how difficult that is going to be, even for one of the greatest to ever do it. We all remember how bad the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were with Tom Brady throughout different portions of their Super Bowl season. They never looked like a Super Bowl champion team. Even in the playoffs, it looked like they were going to lose to the Washington Commanders with Taylor Heineke playing quarterback. This is not going to be an immediate week one flip the switch and the Jets are the second coming. This is going to take time. I think they are going to be a much improved team, a team who I already think is a great team on paper and are going to be for the foreseeable future with the amount of incredible young talent they have. Yes, Aaron Rodgers, without question, upgrades this team because, frankly, anybody with a capability of going out there and having a decent performance at quarterback was an upgrade. This is a major upgrade. However, I don't see that upgrade being reached to its fullest potential on the first night of the year. We also have to remember that Aaron Rodgers is, he he consistently, or at least he recently has, things could be different in New York, but he has consistently neglected off-season programs doing more than required of him Mm. in the off-season. I'm sure things will be different, but even if they are, even if he's more involved, this is a whole new roster, right? This is a whole new crew of guys he's playing with on offense outside of his cronies he brought from Green Bay, right? This is a major switch up for Aaron Rodgers. And because of that, I think it's just too tall of a task to ask Aaron Rodgers to go out on his first game in the national spotlight and beat a team in the Buffalo Bills who have cemented themselves as the best team in that division over the last handful of seasons. So I have a W for the Bills here. I think it'll be a tough game because no matter what, it's a divisional game. I just think that the difference comes down to, 
you know, the Bills are coming into this season with a very familiar unit, and you're coming in with the Jets, having Aaron Rodgers be quarterbacking that team for the first time outside of Green Bay in over two, in, in two decades. It's a, it's a big change, and I think that that plays more of a role than you'd think. I agree, man. Excellent point, though, about, about the continuity factor and getting things rolling because we know Aaron Rodgers, man, and we know his, his patience or lack thereof for younger players, and that Jets roster is full of them. So Aaron Rodgers is going to have true. to be willing to deal with the growth of young talent and be patient enough to uh, to let the thing work itself out because he was extremely frustrated last year for the majority of the season until things started getting kind of getting rolling with uh, with Watson. But uh, yeah, man. So it's it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to uh, uh, to imagine them coming at the gate. Uh, especially like you had mentioned with Rodgers not being one to participate in off-season programs and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, well, it's going to be a tough one. It's not going to be as easy as they may think it is. Agreed. Week two, at home. It's the home opener for the Buffalo Bills. Ooh, shout out GQ. Bob. What's he saying? He's You're getting him fired up, Rev? Yeah, he said, Rev, man, you got me fired up. Love Let it. him sleep. That's what I'm saying, man. You know Rev's always got the best preachers in the game, especially when we're talking about week one. You're not going to get more amped than that. I just can't wait for that game. I truly, oh, yeah, that's unbelievable. Okay, home opener, week two. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy GQ coming to town. He is the new quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders, and they're looking to get things back on track. Speaking of differences, I mean, this is the first time in a very long time that the Raiders are going out on the field without Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. um, the Raiders are one of those teams that, you don't know what you're going to get from week to week. Some weeks they look great and you think they're going to be a viable playoff contender. I thought last year they were going to be in the mix. It really just wound up hitting skids. They just did not perform up to the caliber. I thought that they were going to be able to under Josh McDaniels this year. I think they will be a bit better, but this is a back to almost a similar point I was making with Aaron Rodgers. You're talking about week two here. Uh, and I know the familiarity of course with Jimmy Garoppolo and Josh McDaniels that's there, but it's still a whole lot of different in Vegas. And I think ultimately Outside of that, the Bills are just a better team, Rev. So I got the Bills yeah. winning this one as well. How about you? Yeah, there's not much. There's not a whole lot to say about that one. I mean, uh, I, I think I think Derek Carr gave them, you know, would give them more of an opportunity. I'm I'm not I'm not a uh, Jimmy G does nothing for me. I get it, Devontae Adams. I I understand that, but but the Bills on paper, man, have a much better team. I know they drafted the, you know, uh, the the tight end that I liked out of Notre Dame, um, Michael Mayer, um, but. They still have a little ways to go. They've they've got that hoss of a running back though, um, but again, I, I think I think it's just going to be too much for them to for them to face. Bills Agreed. win. Speaking of Bills win, speaking of not having a whole lot to really say about it because it just seems pretty inevitable. Uh, I got the Bills beating the Commanders on the road. I just think when you compare those two rosters, especially currently with the. I mean, I don't even know what the situation is really at quarterback with the Washington Commanders. The Bills are just far and away the better team. Got them winning this one. What about you? Yeah, same. Same. Not even – I don't even blink an eye at that one. You got a pretty good start to the year, my friend. 3-0, and and then look where we head next. Mm. Our good pals, the Miami Dolphins. And this time – Rev. Oh, excuse me. We're not heading to Miami. Miami's heading to us. And what I meant yeah. to say is they're coming to us. And this time it's not going to be in a snowstorm. It's going to be normal weather. Mm -hmm. So no excuses from the Miami Dolphins side of things. And by the way, consequently, on the other side of things, when the Bills go to Miami, it'll be 
in December, there'll be no excuses about heat exhaustion for the Bills. So no bitching on either side of the fan bases this year when it comes to the weather. Rev, look at, uh, you know, the the Dolphins had our number in the playoffs. Frankly, they they, they probably should have won with Skylar Thompson. It was embarrassing. And, you know, looking back on it, maybe it would have been for the best, to be honest with you, the way things went the following week. Mm -hmm. Yes. Earlier in the season last year with a banged up defense with the Buffalo Bills, they they were, uh, I think in that game, missing five of their starting defensemen still came incredibly close. Josh Allen had a chance to win it in the end. They could not get it done. They broke, uh, they split the record rather last year, one and one in the regular season. Bills get past them in the postseason just barely. And they meet again here in week four. Rev, first matchup with the Dolphins. How do you see it going down for our Bills? I think the Bills are going to lose this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, either way, either way, I think we're gonna split. I don't, I don't see the Bills sweeping, sweeping the Dolphins this year. The, the team, the team is very good. I mean, let's just not, we can't even uh, poo-poo around it, right? They're a very good team. Um, they, they have a very good, they have a good defense, and and their weapons on offense um, pose a threat to the Bills. Uh, we saw what they did in the playoffs with Skylar Thompson. We know what they do, what they can do when two was healthy. Um, you've you've got you've got probably arguably I mean two of the fastest receivers in the NFL. You got one of the best, if not the best, you know, wide receiver in Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Um, they don't have a tight end that they missed out on, on Mike Gesicki, but but they they have a track team on that offense, and they drafted another burner four three two guy, um, you know, at running back. Uh, so you know, like I think I think they have issues with offense the offensive line. But man, I don't know. I just just the matchup at times, you know, can pose problems for the Bills. Um, defensively for the Bills, I, I think I think we're still going to be figuring some things out, you know, right now uh, with 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 uh, the absence of Leslie Frazier, Sean McDermott coming in. We don't have Tremaine Edmonds in the middle, so that middle of the field could be exposed. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We don't know what the middle linebacker position is going to shake out. We don't know if it's going to be rookie Dorian Williams or not. Yeah, he has speed, but can he cover those guys across the middle field? This is just it's just a lot. To, to figure out right now, and I think just that matchup is not good early on for the Bills. Maybe if they take this L this when week four, they'll figure some things out at the end of the year and I'll be able to come back and win. But I'm going to go ahead and give the Bills a, a loss week four to the Dolphins at home. My only argument to that is I can't remember the last time Miami has beaten Buffalo in Buffalo. I know they were really close last year. I don't. I know Tua never has. I, I also agree with you that they're going to split. I just wonder if it's going to be – this variation. However, I will say, I think I'd rather win in Miami in week 18. Yeah. That's where I think the bills I, win because it's a lot of, a lot at stake. I think okay. in week 18. Well, either way, I agree with you in a split there. I just think that the Miami dolphins are too good to sweep. And I just think that they play us way too tough every time to win both. Yeah. I'm not saying that the bills can't because they certainly can, but all these games that we have seen against the dolphins as of late, we have three sample sizes last year. They've been good games. Right. Um, and you could argue the Bills were the – I mean, let's be real. You could argue the Bills were the inferior team in all three of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really could. You go back and watch the Bills-Dolphins game in Buffalo in that snowstorm, uh, absolute horrendous coaching job um, yeah. in, in Miami. They left so many opportunities out on the field, and Tua did not have his best day. But they ran all over Buffalo in the first half. And it also took Josh Allen, it took a Herculean effort to win that game out of Josh Allen. He had to be basically perfect in that one, and he was. Um, so I definitely see a split, and I, you know, it's it, the weather's not a factor in this one. And no, it's not. Because it's it's, 
Yeah, you're right. And just because the Bills haven't lost at home to Miami in a long time doesn't mean that they can't. Um, yeah. But I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll put an L in there. Uh, I'm going to kick this one off here, Rob, because I think this, there's an L coming here against the Jacksonville oh, yeah. Jaguars in London. I'm with so you, this is what I was talking about earlier. And I'm not going to downplay the significance of this. And I think that this this is, if it's not a major factor, you cannot tell me it's not a slight factor. Rev, the, the Jags play in London the week before this as well. They will already be in, already London, be in London for a yeah. full week. Yeah. And you can't tell me that that's not at least some sort of an advantage. We that saw advantage. last year what the amount of different travel I don't even know. Like there was just so many insane travel nuances during the bill season that definitely played some sort of a factor on the team, whether they won or not, you could still tell like in the lions game. I mean, they won that game and it was an extraordinary win, but you could tell, I mean, going into that one with the snowstorm and having to relocate and going back to for back and forth between Detroit and Buffalo and not a couple of times there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just think that being in uh, London already, is a, is a factor. And I mean, not that that is a major thing. I just think it's one part of it. The other part of it is I think Jacksonville is a phenomenal team with a phenomenal offense that is going to be even better this year. In my opinion, I just think that they can score with the bills in this game. I think Doug Peterson, as far as a coaching matchup is concerned, I think his offensive mind is going to be able to propel this Jacksonville offense to be able to keep up with the scoring of Josh Allen. And it's one of those games I truly think is going to be a phenomenal game. You have two of the better quarterbacks in the AFC right now. I think that you could make the argument that last year, towards the end of the year, Trevor Lawrence was playing some of the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, And this team is only going to get better. I mean, it's just stacked with a bunch of young studs. They're loaded, man. This team is loaded. They are. They really are. And they're getting better defensively. And Doug Peterson has just done a hell of a job. I can't, I can't give enough credit to that guy for turning that organization around after uh, Urban Meyer essentially showed up and took a piss on it. So he right. put out that fire quick and turned him around. Um, I got an L there in in London, uh, Rev. Uh, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I mean, I echo those sentiments. I was, I was thinking the exact same thing that this was an advantage for the Jacksonville Jaguars by already being there a week prior. Plus, they've they've. That's like their second. That's like their home away from home already. So they're used to it. Sure. This this is the Bills' first time being in London, and and I don't know if they've ever played in London. If not, they did a know, ways back against the Jets. It's been a long time. So 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 this is this is not going to be an easy feat for the Bills. Just just from the travel thing, right? And then they have to get a, get adjusted. They don't know what to expect. This is completely different. And then the game, uh, it, it's it's just a lot of weird nuances. And I think the Bills are going to be kind of set off a little bit by it. Um, and so, and on top of that, they're playing not, they're not playing a scrub team. Like the Jags are a very good team. I mean, when you just look at, you just kind of go briefly through the roster. I mean, they got talent offensively. You got Trevor Lawrence. Um, don't forget they got Travis Etienne. They got Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, Zay Jones came on strong last year. And then they're getting Calvin really back this year. Um, defensively, uh, Trevon Walker, they, they, they have, they have talent, man. And then in the draft, they, they added some, some good players too. beefed up the offensive line. This is not going to be an easy matchup for the Bills. It's already difficult by going overseas and playing that game in uncertainty, right? It's just completely uncertain. But then they're playing a tough team. Yep. And so I think, I, I, I think it, it, you know, and I don't want to get ahead of you, Z-Bot, but I, I think right here is where a lot of Bills fans can get a little, are probably going to get a little nervous um, about some of the outcomes, in my opinion. 
I agree because you're gonna get and, and this this is it's already happening in here right now. We were throwing out yeah. a couple L's and and we're nuts. The, the, the truth of the matter is is there's going to be L's. I'm just trying to yeah. logically pick out the ones in which I think are going to occur. Yeah. Um. It is very fair to say that they are going to lose one or two to Miami. Did you watch last season? They should have. They could have easily have lost all three of them. That's to right. say that they're going to split with them is fair. To say it's Jacksonville fair. is a top AFC team going into this year is fair. I, I just, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm telling you. Who, by the way, the Bills probably would have lost to had they played Jacksonville in the playoffs. I mean, you want to ask the LA Chargers who had a four touchdown oh, lead? Right. This team is not an easy out. And if you watched them last year, they got better every single week. They just improved and improved and improved. And I just think coming into this year off of a full year with Doug Peterson, Already under yeah. their belt, another year for Trevor Lawrence, experience-wise, under his belt. I think this is going to be a team that is going to be talked about a lot this coming season. So, um, three and two to start, and Rev, I think I think your point's accurate. It's going to be one of those points in the year going into a Sunday night game against our former offensive coordinator, where Bills fans are going to be, including all. Of, and I know I'll be. I'll be like, I'll be like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'll be like, you got to be kidding me. What's going on? Yeah. Yep. Uh, let me go ahead and say this right right now, Zbot. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and say it right now. There's no sense in, in, in even in even trying to you know build up the point. I think the Bills are going to take an L right here. I think this is where the Bills are going to lose three straight. I'm telling you right now. Oh man, look, look, this okay. is me. This is me taking my Homer hat off and being as objective sure. as I can, right? And 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 just reading everything and. and because look, for me, it's not about the regular season. I don't care about that. It's it's the postseason. I'm not saying that the Bills are not going to make the, the the playoffs. The regular this is going to be a tough year for the Bills. Okay, but you figure if they take an L to the Dolphins, right? Then they go overseas and play the Jags, lose that game, come right back the following week. Okay, jet lag, tired, all that kind of stuff. The following week, yeah, they're home, but guess what? They're playing an amped up. New York Giants team, Brian Dayball wanting to go and put it on the Bills, his former team. You don't think he's going to be ready to 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 prove it to to oh yeah to Sean McDermott that, that he's going to have that it's team. The only reason up. this game's in primetime, Rev, is exactly. because of that reason, right? The team is going to be fired up, and the Bills are probably going to be tired. Okay, they're probably going to be tired and exhausted and jet lag and all kinds of stuff. I don't even know what time of the day is. It, it's 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 not, and and that team is good. Like they're like yes. they're not great, right? But but they're good enough. You know what I'm saying, and anybody can lose, uh, you know, any given Sunday. That's 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 the National Football sure. League for you. And so I think right here, just go ahead and get it out the way. Out, out the way, uh, 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 a three game, you know, losing streak is going to have Bills Mafia ripping their hair out of their heads, right? Ready to sit torch one Bills drive on fire, ready to fire. This is what we're going to say: fire Ken Dorsey, fire, fire Sean McDermott, get rid of everybody's going to be. They're gonna be panicking. Right? Oh well, just, I just Rev the narrative. If if Brian oh Dable beats gosh, the Bills, dude, is you know I'm gonna you have to. It. I'm gonna have to. Um, just, just don't even get on Twitter. Just yeah, I'm gonna have to cut cut the landline or the uh, the wire downstairs because yeah. it's gonna be Brian Dable. He was it. He was everything. I mean, it's gonna be awful. And that's why the Bills, Rev, and I can't I can't type an L here. They they're not losing this game. And let me tell you why. Tell me why. One, it's at home. It's in prime time. You want to talk about an area that this team absolutely flourishes in. Two, 
And this is my biggest question that I pose to you as far as your logic on the, and I understand what you're saying because the giants are one of those teams. You don't, you don't put them away. They're going to stick around and they, and they can be in the, they can bite in the ass. They did it all year last year mm. where all of a sudden you're blinking. Like the giants play like shit this whole game. How the hell are they still in it? Next thing you know, they somehow won it. Here's right. where I, I pose this question to you. And this is why I think the bills win. How do you foresee the giants offensively? being able to score enough to outscore Buffalo and win this game. I, I, I think, I think it, it, it could, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be that. I think it had, I think it could be a matter of the bills just being off. Okay. You know I see like, you like you see, because if, if, if they're, they're off, you know, I mean, you, you have, you have the, the, the London game and they say they lose to the Jags. Mm-hmm. They get back, you know, they have to play the following week. They don't get a bye week right there. They're tired. Um, you know, and they have to try to get themselves up for this night game. You know, coming off of off of a bad loss in in in, in uh, London, I think they could. Ju- I mean, did, I hope it doesn't happen. But what I'm saying is, it's possible for them just to have an off game where they're just they're not clicking. Something is just not working right now. You know, it's just yeah. early. They're like, you know what? Uh, and then the, the the Giants are able to capitalize on it. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be a high scoring game. It could be just the Bills are just not putting up points offensively enough. And uh, yeah, yeah, Sarah, I, look, I feel bad saying it. I really do. I, I feel well, the so reason bad you feel bad is because I, I just I I, I want to just say this real quick. I said at the top of the show, we're doing a record prediction tonight. Did everybody stick around expecting me to put a green W on 17 games? Yeah, I don't understand this. I, I got multiple people in here right now. And this is no shot at anybody. I get it. I got multiple people in here. And right I, I, I'm out. I can't take the negativity. It, it, it's not negativity. Every team that has won the Super Bowl. Outside yeah. of the 72 Dolphins, has lost a game or two in the regular season. I'm just trying. We're just trying. It to, we're it just trying to be logical here, folks. Look, look, and, and let me ask. Let me ask. You know, let me ask this question to those who who are like that. Would you rather the Bills go undefeated in the regular season and lose in the postseason, or would you rather them, you know, get in? Let, let, let's just say hypothetically. Let's say they get in as a wild card, but they end up winning the Super Bowl. If they won the Super Bowl under those circumstances, would you be concerned about the fact that they, they they barely made it, they didn't win the division, and they barely got in? Who cares, right? At the end of the the goal is still the goal. It doesn't matter how you get there. It doesn't matter how you get to it as long as you get there. Yeah. And so I'm not putting a whole lot of stock in the regular season, man. Like, I'm just looking at it, you know, as objectively as I can. I, I hope I'm wrong. I would love the Bills to go undefeated. And win, but that's not going to happen. That's not the reality of the situation. So, yeah, well, they're going to lose. You know, maybe and maybe they don't lose the games that we say they lose, and they lose other games. Maybe they lose games that we think that they should win. You know what I'm saying? Like, who? It's it's going to happen. So just brace yourself for it. Don't don't get overly excited and about what's going on. And be like, y'all, y'all, some bums. I'm turning you off. Well, fine, turn it off. No, it's fine. It's fine. You know, I think ahead. it's funny because yeah, I do funny. love it. I do love the that passion. It, I just love like like Pierre's the same way. He's like, yeah, because but this is what well, I, I know. Say this, time. this is why I don't get why this is. Another, I'm just going to say this because I don't want you to stick around the rest of the time. If you think we're just going to we're, we're walking to the bowl here. I, a couple things. If it was one in the regular season, OK, the Bills would be back to back Super Bowl champions. OK, they just went yeah. 13 and three uh, the last two seasons. OK, they were rolling. Yeah. They also, I mean, did you watch the end of the year last year? This is this is. This is not it. This is not easy. Whoever wins the Super no. Bowl this year is going to have their downs. I promise you. This AFC is insane. And then insane. on top of it, you look at the NFC. We got to play. We got to play the better teams 
in the NFC. And I know there's not few, but of those few, Philly's by far the best, by far. And Dallas is up there because of how weak the NFC is. This schedule is brutal. Mm-hmm. It's brutal. And then there's a couple other things I want to just point out. I'm getting, we're going to get it out of the way right now just because I don't want to have to defend real quick, real quick, can you pull yeah. your, your schedule up? Because I saw somebody in the chat saying that they couldn't see the schedule. So I'll oh, sure. pull it up. Yes, yes my bad. Um, is that better? Okay. One other thing. I just I want to say this. I saw someone say this. Uh, somebody said, like, kind of like what you said, maybe they lose other games. Then yeah. someone said, oh, we're not losing to the Jags. I we said the same thing when we said the same thing whenever Meyer came to town, and that was uh, the worst loss I've ever seen, maybe ever. Oh my gosh! We said the same thing last year when Zach Wilson came to town. There's going to be one or two. Uh, you're going to be sitting there on Sunday night, and you're going to be sick to your stomach. We sat there. Saying, How the hell, Ziba? We sat happen? there last year, and and we said, look, if the Bills get through this early season gauntlet after the bye week, it is just it's yes. smooth sailing, it's coasting. Yes. The last half of the season was harder, you know what I'm saying, for the Bills than it was earlier. They, I mean, who thought that they were going to come down to the wire against the Browns and, and against the Lions? Like, yes. like, nobody foresaw that, right? So it's going to happen. However you slot it, it doesn't matter, but just be prepared for it, okay? So that way you don't set yourself up for failure. And I'm just going to say this out of time, too, for anybody who wants to, you know, maybe go watch the Celt- the Celtics and the Sixers. There's going to be a couple more L's on here. I promise you that's coming down the pipeline momentarily. I, um, I am with you and I, I have to, I have to find a way. And I've said this multiple times this off season. I have got to actually go through with it this year. Mm-hmm. You just said it, this, the regular season, I, I got it. I, I got to stop putting the amount of stake in it that I do because it, it, um, it's just, to me, it's all going to come down to how they look. Like if they go out against, and this is the other thing too, if they go out against Jacksonville in, in, in London and they play phenomenally and they lose, it's not an indictment. People are going to think that is, but Jacksonville is not a bad team. If, if they go out against Miami, same thing. And they lose. It's not, it, they're going to lose games. To me last yeah. year, what got concerning to me is even in the games they were winning, it never looked easy. It never looked coherent. It, it yeah. never looked like anything was clicking the way it had the year prior, even in wins. I, this year, just to put this out there before we go into any more W's and L's, because folks, this year is going to be incredibly tough. The Bills, in my opinion, are not as good as they were two seasons ago, even just based on the roster, let alone mm-hmm. all the other all the other factors. The rest of the of the AFC is better. It 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 just is. And to that point, I am looking for one thing and one thing only out of W's and L's this year, Rab, and that's just how they looked. Did they yes. go out swinging on and yeah. out? And like you know, did they look great and battle to the end and lose? Okay, right. fine. If they beat the Commanders, Rev, for instance, if they beat the Commanders and they play like absolute ass and win by three, it, it, to me, the sentiment of that is going to feel almost the same as if they, you know, go out against the Chiefs and lose really, really close in the regular season. It's going to yeah. me, because we already know, based on the pedigree of this team, it's 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 postseason is what you're focusing on now. Right, right. I want to exactly. be able to have a good sense going into the postseason that this team is ready to rock with anybody. I think towards the latter half of the year last year, we were getting the vibe. I was shaking, we were man. Kind of falling behind a bit. I didn't feel it. 
I didn't feel it. Man, Brandon Bean said the same thing. He's like, look, look, we weren't we weren't the best. Like he said, he said they were better last year, right? Or the year prior, you know, in 2021 going in, you know, and that in that year, the way things shook out, you know, especially um towards the like the the last quarter of the season. I mean, th- there was a point in the season where where the, the Patriots were the division leaders and people were talking about the Bills may not even make this make the playoffs. And you know, if it were not for the Patriots just completely just fumbling the last quarter of the season and the Bills winning the final four games of the regular season. Um, it could have been different, but that that year, closing out the regular season and then going into the playoffs, that team looked ready. They looked unstoppable. They looked on fire, and they were unstoppable. Last year was not that team going into the postseason. They were they looked shaky, and so which team are we going to get? I don't know. It, it you know it, everything is still to be determined, right? And we'll see what happens. But all that matters to me is the regular season, I mean, not, not the regular season, how we win these games and how we lose these games and what we look like going into the postseason. That's it. Good points. And we'll leave it at that. Just a little explanation yep. as to why you might see a couple L's on here. Just, yeah. just <laughs> Get ready. All right. But I'm going. I'm disagreeing with you, though, on the draft. Right. So got, we'll take you, – you put, a, you put a W there. All right. That's fine. Yeah, I, I put – I, I switched. I put you with an L and me with a W, so that way we can each have our own thing at the end of this. So All right. W there. Um, for me and an L for Rev. So I got him starting four and two. Rev's got him at three and three, and we carry that into uh, the first matchup of the season against the New England Patriots, and it's on the road. I mean, Rev, I'm just going to – I'm penciling in the W against the Patriots until I'm proven otherwise. Me too, buddy. Me right. too. Because I think I think this is when the Bills wake up. You know what I'm saying? Like after their after the three-game skid, they get back right there. You know, they're back at home. You know, they're getting adjusted. You know what I'm saying? All that is, is, is good. It's good to go. Um, they go to, to to New England, and they win. Yeah, and, and to that point, I, I'm just at the point now with these Patriots where they're going to have to prove they could beat the Bills outside yeah. of the win bowl fluke because outside of that, they have not really been close, and it's just the gap has seemed to grow and grow, and I need to be proved otherwise until that, and the Bills are being penciled in for a W uh, every time against new England until I'm um, shown different. Speaking of penciling in a W I got an, I got a W here uh, at mm-hmm. home against the bucks on Thursday night football. I just don't see what well, we already said. Well, we don't really feel like it's a primetime game just based on the lack of a matchup here. Um, and for that reason, I got the bills taking it to them. Uh, what do you, what do you think about this one? Oh, I agree. Uh, yeah. That, that's it. Yeah. I, I yeah. don't see it. Baker Mayfield going to uh, dice us up. Baker I, Mayfield I, is not going to do it. I, I am in agreement with you. All right. Shield your eyes, folks, because I got another L coming here, and it's at Cincinnati in Sunday, at Sunday night football. Um, I, I, I got to stick to my same point that I just made, I guess, in, in, in some capacity about the New England Patriots. I think currently, right now, the Cincinnati Bengals are they, – they have surpassed the Buffalo Bills in the AFC power rankings as far as the team – that I think is most threatening. I don't know how you could argue against it in back-to-back years. You now have an AFC championship appearance in consecutive seasons with also a Super Bowl appearance in one of those as well. I just don't know how you could really argue against it at at this point, especially when last season they got to a second consecutive AFC championship on the back of destroying the Buffalo Bills in their home building. So I I think currently the, 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 the Bengals have now become 
to me, linear with the Chiefs as far as a, lit, a litmus test for these Buffalo Bills. If they can go out in week nine and beat the Bengals, I don't care how they do it in that one, whether it's the shittiest game I've ever seen in my life, blowout, whatever, greatest game ever, I don't care. Rev, that's going to prove so much to me at week in week nine if they are able to get a win there, or at the very least, I need to see infinitely better play against this team than we saw in the postseason for me to think that the Bills at this current moment are completely lined up with the Bengals moving into the playoffs as far as teams that I think pose the most threat to getting to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, here, here is where I disagree with you, Z-Bot. Um, yeah, I don't – and I don't have a big spill, you know, about it. It's, this is just kind of my, my, my gut on this, right? I mean, yeah, the, uh, last year the Bills didn't match up very well with, with the Bengals at all. Um, I thought they were going to get trounced on that Monday night game. Um, and then they, we saw what happened to them, you know, at home in the playoffs. Uh, I think by virtue of, 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 of what the Bills are doing up front is going to put them in a more competitive position. I don't think this Bills team is going to get run over um, anymore. Um, I, I, I think that, that especially with the way Sean McDermott is likely going to coach defensively, um, be more aggressive, I don't think we're going to be, be, be seeing defense uh, our secondary sitting back in soft zone coverage, you know, against T Higgins and, and Jamar chase. I think we're going to be very aggressive. And I think that this is a game when the bills, oh, this is almost, this, I would, I would consider this much like our Kansas city chiefs regular season matchups, you know, where we mm-hmm. were super fired up for this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the bills have something to prove. They want to get that taste out of their mouths, even though it's not in Buffalo, they still have that, that taste, right. Of You know what? This is, I have to make this right. And I think they're going to come out firing off on all cylinders. This could be one of their best performances of the, of the season early on. Um, and I'm with you. It doesn't matter how they win it. It doesn't matter if it's a blowout or not. I think it's still going to be a, 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 a good duo duel. Um, but I see the bills coming out on top and um, dare I say, shocking the NFL by beating the, the Cincinnati Bengals in week nine in Cincy. So, yeah. Well, I, th- I think this, what? I think this is when they, they really just kind of, make a statement and say, Hey, here we are. We're not going anywhere. We just beat the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's go. And this is going to propel them going forward. I don't think it would be shocking at all. That's the, that's the thing I want to say. The bills beating them wouldn't shock me. It's just that I think, first of all, I was in that stadium during the DeMar Hamlin game. And before that all went down, that environment for that game was the most insane I have ever seen for a football game that that you want to talk about the bills being jazzed up for that one, those bangles and their fans are going to be just as jazzed. That's why yeah. it sucks that both that game and the chiefs game are on the road. I, I definitely think that that plays a factor because yeah. I would, I would take the bills in this game. I think if, there, if it were at home, I think I might, I would definitely lean more towards them than I would currently where I just feel like in addition to that, and what we saw last year, that's why I lean yeah. uh, Bengals. Um, I think it's a major factor. That environment was nasty. And I, I just think right now, based on what we've seen over the last year, and by, this is why I say I reserve my right to change, because we have no idea the differences that we could see on either side. But I just mm-hmm. think the Bengals right now are really one of the best teams in the NFL. I, I, I truly believe that. Not that the Bills aren't. But I think that you're you're posing me the argument that the Bills are better when 
Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals have been to two consecutive AFC championships, won one of them and made a Super Bowl. Last year got to the AFC championship, destroying Buffalo in Buffalo. I, I just don't quite know where the argument right now is that the Bills are the better team when the track record up until this point, it, it just doesn't necessarily prove it. You got an opportunity yeah. right here in week nine to do so. Yeah, I see that. I don't necessarily think that the Bills have to be the better team. I think they just have to be the better team that night, you know, because, I mean, we go back to 21, you know, when the Bills went to Kansas City in October and beat them 38 to 20, you know, I wouldn't say that the that the, that the Bills are, are better than the Chiefs. They just happened to beat them. I mean, they, 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 they built their team to beat the Chiefs, you know what I'm saying? And so I, I think, I think now the Bills are, I mean, they're going to have that added motivation to really go in there. The, the Bengals, they're like, we beat y'all already at home. You know what I'm saying? In the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, they may be jazzed up for it, but I I think it's going to be a whole different level of, 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 of motivation for the bills going into this game. And I think that it's going to be a very exciting game, but the bills come out on top. You know what the farmer's almanac is? Am I an idiot? I don't know what the hell that is. I have no idea, man, what that is. Maybe we should use it though. Yeah, we should. What does that mean? I I I don't know. I have no idea. I looked it up and it's, um, it's an almanac containing weather forecasts, planning charts. Oh, I think it's just a bunch of BS. I think it's like a book that you that it's a oh, it's folklore. Yeah. So I think what we were being told is that um we're make we're uh, making it up. And you want to know what? We are. We're making this whole thing up. I'm just going, I'm just saying, oh, hey, here's what I think might happen. And by the way, this isn't what I want to happen. <laughs> just putting that out there. By the way, there's another super chat that I think I missed. I'm going to go back up here. And it was my man, GQ Bob, who came in here earlier for you. I missed his uh, earlier. z Mantra this year, let them sleep. The narrative this year is the Bills will regress. Yeah, okay, let them sleep. I agree. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I agree. I, listen, I think that th- there's, it's, it's tough. To, the definition of regress is going to be depending on who you talk to. Like, if the Bills – don't win 13 games. They'll tell you it was a regression, you know, like, so like Emmanuel Acho after Josh Allen has a, a year statistically, I guess you could say that was marginally down from the year before. Oh, they're not a top five AFC team now. Like it, it, it's That's just ridiculous. Man. That's it's, so it's stupid. Insane. But you know, regression is all in the eyes of the beholder. In my opinion, the yeah. Bill, I don't think they regressed last year. It just didn't, you know, they won the same amount of games that they did the season before. I just don't think it looked as good. And the ending certainly wasn't nearly as good either. I don't, I wouldn't call it a regression, I just, you know, I I think it was definitely a much sour, much more sour exit. And that's why it seemed that way. Or at Mm -hmm. least, you know, I think that's why it fuels those arguments more than than uh, the year prior. Um, Okay, so Cincinnati moving on Denver Broncos at home Monday night football. This is a W Mm -hmm. at home. under the lights, I, I think that I, I always say I think that just is a major advantage for great fan bases like Heck the yeah. Bills have. And I also think that the Denver Broncos in a battle of Russell Wilson versus Josh Allen, I'll take take Josh. I'm taking Josh Allen Josh, that, all that day, every time, all day, all day. And I'm not jumping on the Broncos again this year. I mean, I we I went all, I, I was I ain't on them last year, man. I know it, and they looked terrible. Now, you know, am I led to believe that that all of a sudden Sean Payton is going to turn this team around? And what, I mean, it's possible. We've seen what Doug Peterson did in one year. But coming into a Highmark Stadium, that type of environment on a Monday night. Come on, man. I, no don't, I don't see the I don't see the Bills losing that game. I just don't see it happening. Um, on paper, the, the Broncos have a good team. You know, 
But the Bills, I, I, I think, man, because, especially coming off of the high from beating the, the Bengals the week prior, right, for all the world to see Sunday night coming back the following week, Monday night at Highmark Stadium against the Broncos, this is where we start to make more of our statement to the rest of the National Football League. I love it. W, baby. Now, this is this is my uh, boldish prediction that I I don't want to say bold because I don't necessarily think it's bold, but this would be considered bold. I got the Bills sweeping the Jets this year. I do. I I, I, was, I just Z-Bot, me and you, bro, we're yeah. we're like right here. That, that right to here. me, I just think that I see it. The Bills haven't even, the Jets haven't even done anything to disrespect the Bills. Yeah, I just feel like the Bills feel disrespected by the Jets, as I think they should be. Because it yeah. just seems like everybody is constantly looking for something to find outside of the Bills play itself to give credit to another team. And they did this with Miami Dolphins a couple of seasons back. They, you know, this is outside of the Bills, but they did this with Denver, as we keep alluding to last year. Um, and I think that this is exactly what's happening right now with the Jets. You add Aaron Rodgers and all of a sudden everything the Bills have done in the past has been evaporated in the eyes of everybody else. I don't see it. I think the Bills are going to see the Jets this year as that team that they're going to play extra hard against both times they see them just because they know that that narrative's out there. And I just think that right now, the Bills, in, in this particular situation, I, I currently view the Bills, even with Aaron Rodgers on the Jets, I currently view the Bills as a tier, I, I don't know how, how significant is the right word. I just, the Jets right now have not proven to me, even though they beat him last year, I get that. You got to remember, it's a divisional game. So uh, that, that, anything can happen there. I don't see Aaron Rodgers, who lost pretty significantly to, the, to Buffalo last year with the Packers in Buffalo. I don't see him being capable of propelling the Jets against Buffalo and to yeah. be able to make them that much more viable to beat the Bills. I think they make him, they make them, he makes the Jets much more viable to win more games and be in the playoff hunt. I don't think that it automatically makes them on the same level with the Bills when they go head to head. I just think the Bills sweep them this year. And I got to be honest yeah. with you, more than anything, this is just a gut feeling. I don't really know how else to describe it. I just got a yeah, gut I feeling. I, I agree with you, man. There's not much else to be said. I mean, you, you're saying the same exact things, but I would say, and, and that I feel, I just feel like they're going to sweep the, sweep the Jets, you know, and, and that's not to say that the Bills are going to be blowing them out every game. It's going to be tough, especially when they got a defense like that. It's going to be tough. They're going to pose some problems, man. But I, I just feel like right now um, the Bills are a better team and 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 uh, they're going to prove it. So I, I've got I've got the Bills sweeping the Jets right here. This is this is for me. This is a one, two, three. This is a four game win streak, man. Yeah. Quick one of my man, Sal. He says, uh, you guys really think Lawrence will beat Allen? Ridiculous. Remember when Lawrence beat Allen he with? With Urban Meyer as their coach, and and it was what was it ten nine the score was. They don't, they don't remember that one. It was the most unwatchable game ever played. When Lawrence beat and, uh, <laughs> he beat Herbert. And you want to know what you want to know who beat Al who beat Josh Allen more in that game than Trevor Lawrence was Josh Allen on the he other sure side of things. He sure did. God, that game. He sure did. I still I'll wake up at night sometimes still think about that game. God, I hated that. Yeah, Brent's coming in. Nice. And they got Trayvon Walker, too. So, so they got, again. That, that was the worst game ever played. I, I don't horrible even Horrible game. Care. I hate that Save the argument against it. It was just unwatchable. Yeah. Um, Okay. I, I we're, mean, we're going into it. So here we are. Oh, somebody asked a question. John Brown asked a question. He said, oh, what man, how, how, he said how did you get that uh, that document? I mean, how did you get the schedule? Oh, this one? On, the picture on the document. like that. I got it off the Bills' uh, Twitter, right on the Bills' official Twitter account. Did you guys find that picture in the document? Yeah. Uh -huh. Yep. And I'm sure it's probably on their Instagram and whatever else. Yeah. 
Um, Eric coming in here saying Jets defense is for real. There'll be a problem. Miami offense for real. Absolutely. That's right. Absolutely. And like, I just want to go back to what I said. Sometimes I just got a gut feeling on things. I don't really have anything to quite back it up. That's maybe the beauty of being a fan. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't have to have these, uh, you know, analytics to back up everything you say. That's why it's just a fun exercise because you know, it's fun to predict the season. Um, I just got a gut feeling on this. Could the Jets realistically with their roster and their defense and, you know, if Aaron Rodgers comes out and has an extraordinary MVP type season again, could they beat the Bills twice? Certainly. Sure. Yeah. Could the Dolphins? Certainly. If if, if Tua goes out and plays the best he's played against the Bills, Tyreek Hill goes off and breaks one or two open that he hasn't had against the Bills in the past. Yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of uh, that's the beauty of the, the divisional games outside of really New England as of late. They're really tough games. And they're tough to win, uh, you know, back-to-back in. It's really tough to sweep a team. Uh, and I think that that is not any different when it comes to playing the Jets. I just have this weird gut feeling that with Aaron Rodgers, the Bills just going to have some sort of fueled-up resentment against them this year. And mm-hmm. and here's the other thing. I think that they win week one based on the, the things I said earlier. I also think that th- this game being in Buffalo – this much time elapsed from the last time they played them. I think that it's just, it's kind of a wash at that point because that game week one, the jets are going to look completely differently, I think, but the bills probably will too at that point. So I think it's a totally different type of game either way though. I just got to go with my gut on that one. I just see the bills taking it to them twice this year. Me too, buddy. Me too. Okay. Week 12. Uh, I mean, this, this is an L to me, my friend. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Okay, I, I think I think um, the Bills they, were riding high on, on my end. I mean, they see this. This is see the Bills oh, trying to tap know, into the psyche of the team. Yeah, try to tap into the psyche, man. So so I you had you had the the early season wins, right? And then all of a sudden, three straight losses. Everybody's ready to just <laughs> jump off the off the side of the building. Then the Bills come back and they win five straight. <laughs> you know, right? Um, and then everybody's feeling good. And then we go week twelve against the Eagles. Um, and uh, we just, it's just, we just beat, we just get, we just get beat. It's, I, it's I, in I, Philly too. I mean, that, that's Philly, a tough place to win. That, that team, oh, tough, tough, tough team. They might be the and best team in the league. Th- very much so. I, I would put them up there, man. The top, top three, four teams in the national football, easily, easily. Um, yeah, man, we take a loss and I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be perfectly fine going into the bye week. Let's just take this L, go to bye week and rest up and get ready for the Chiefs. But I just don't. And again, like it's 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 a lot of uncertainty. We haven't matched up against this team right now, and this is not just. It's hard to you can't really like find a certain point like about this team. Like 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 you can't say, well, this is just a running team, or this is a passing team. Not this 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 team is is it, they they can do both, man. They're very multiple. They have probably the best offensive line I have seen in oh, it's, years. It's insane, insane. They can do whatever they want to. They can run the ball down your throat. They can pass protect. They are phenomenal, and they have weapons in AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, you know Dallas Goddard. They, they, they oh man, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. It's 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 going to be a tough matchup. I don't know how the Bills will lose, but I just think that they're going to take an L. It's just not going to be a good matchup for the Bills. Take an L going to, and and going to bye week and uh, lick their wounds. I agree. I just think Philly is the. Uh, they might be the most complete team in the league. Just both sides of the ball. That's are a good loaded. word. Yeah. They mm-hmm. just added DeAndre Swift too. Oh, so, dude, oh. and their defense. Yeah, like they, they just drafted loaded, man. Yeah, they, they just, deep, they just draft draft the league too. I dude, know Jalen Carter. They got they, they added so much talent on defense, 
that was already that was what, like, like top that, two in the NFL. Yeah, and that was the reason they lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I mean, they had that yeah. game knotted up. The defense collapsed down the stretch. It's, yeah. I just, I think that. you can make a serious argument that they're the best team in the league. I don't know how you really couldn't. They're yes. just, they're absolutely stacked. They're stacked, man. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, I don't see them winning. All right. Sorry, guys. So, unfortunately, an L to the Eagles to go into the bye week. Um, I'm very excited for that game, though, by the way. I, I think that's an awesome, awesome game. Um, because I think that, once again, this is going to be the portion of the season here where you're going to figure out who these Buffalo Bills are as we approach the final month of the season and we get into the playoffs. This is where you're going to find out what the this team's made of. I mean, this is murderer's row, like I said earlier. This is as very tough so. as it gets. All these teams you're playing up until this point right now are more than likely all playoff teams at this current juncture of the season in which we're looking at uh, on the schedule. So going to be a super, super interesting part of the year where we're going to be able to figure out what we're dealing with here going into yeah. the playoffs. And like I said, if it's an Eagles game where they go out and man, like you know, game of the year type thing, you, you, you feel good about it. You're going to lose games. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think Philly being in Philly, what they have, it's a very tough place to play. But I am um, once again, at this point of the season that we're in currently, I'm really interested to see what, how are the bills looking against these top tier teams? And if they're competing up until the end of the highest level, like we know they can do, I'm feeling fine about it either way. As long right. as we get into the playoffs with the, with a similar play style. Um, I agree. So that will take us into the bye week Rev. And then off the bye, it's in Kansas city. And I got a W here off the bye. I do. Nice. I'm feeling good about coming off the bye. The Bills are going to go into the bye off of an L to Philly. And they're going to be thinking about the fact that they now currently are five weeks away from the end of the season, going into the postseason. They're going to be aware of the fact that these remaining games are going to drastically impact their seating and the playoff picture. And they're going to have an extra week to take a look at Kansas City and be mm -hmm. fully prepared to go in there and get a victory, which we know that they're capable of doing, at least in the regular season in Kansas City. I just like the Bills in this one off a of bounce back, going into a strong end of the season off the bye. How do you feel about the KC game, Rev? Yeah, um, I'm kind of like on the fence a little bit, um, just because it's it's hard to it's hard to count KC out. I mean, when you have oh, no doubt, you know, arguably one of the best offensive minded head coaches in the you know in in who knows how long, right? Andy Reid is just He's a genius, but um, looking at this team and, 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 and this is not me uh, taking anything away from them. They, they uh, looking at them offensively, they're a young team, right? Um, they, 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 we, we know they, they lost Tyreek Hill and that didn't really do anything for him last year, but now, but then they lost, um, I think they lost MVS, right? Because, because now he's, uh, yep. Where, where's, yeah. Where, 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 where's Marquez of all this? Can't let him go. I can't remember where he went, but I think they lost him. Um, and they just have a young team. Sky Moore coming in, I think, to like year two. Kadarius Tony stepping in. They drafted Rashid Rice. They still have Travis Kelsey, but you know, there's still some unknowns there. Again, I'm not counting out uh, Andy Reid, but I I think that the bye week is going to help. But here's where I think it's really going to come down oh, to. I, 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 by the way, Robert, I'm sorry, I just yeah. looked it up. But he's still on the team. Uh, oh, he's still on the team. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Well, my mm -hmm. bad. So they still have weapons, and so then my bad. But but what I'm what I'm saying is, I I think that the bye week is going to help the Bills prepare for them, and you're going to see Andy Reid versus Sean McDermott because 
Sean McDermott is coaching the defense, and he is licking his chops, man, looking at oh, this no. matchup. And he is wanting to to really just, just put it to him, you know what I'm saying? And coming after this bye week, they don't want to go in and have, have you know, this kind of a loss heading towards this or the rest of the schedule, right? Because, I mean, you, you, there's not too many more losses you can really afford to take, you know what I'm saying? And so they want to make sure that they take, they, they, they win this one, especially a, a, an AFC opponent, right? Like mm-hmm. the Chiefs. Um, it's going to be a very good game, a very close game. But I got the Bills coming out on top narrowly. Let me just say this. I think this is a good way to put this. And maybe you're in agreement with me. I think the Bills split the Chiefs and the, the Bengals. Either one, I'm not entirely mm. sure which one goes which way. I think I can see two that. of the toughest. I think it's probably the two toughest games of the year. I, Philly in there for the third. I could see I see them splitting those two. And I gotta be honest with you, I think I think you'd be happy about that. I can see that happening. That's the yeah. That's not out of so, all right. So so just to play devil's advocate here, um, you you got them winning. Go ahead and give me yeah. an L to the Chiefs, and then we'll see how it shakes up at the end. Did you have them beating the Chiefs as well, though? You can stick with whatever you I, feel. I, th- I think they could beat them, but I, I'm just curious to see what you know how how it'll look. So just go ahead and put the L just for now. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So that is. Um, that is the Chiefs in the Bucks. We move on to the Dallas Cowboys at home. I just, once again, it's, it's that gut feeling. I just, I don't see Dallas coming into Buffalo and winning. I don't know why. I don't see it. I don't it. either, man. I don't, I don't either. Uh, Dak Prescott coming into, I mean, yeah. has he played? In, he hasn't even played in, in So in that's Buffalo, a great right? point. No, he hasn't. And a great point that my buddy Marsh brought up, who's a big Cowboys fan. We were talking earlier because we're going to go to the game. Dak Prescott in the in the snow against Josh Allen, I just that doesn't scream very promising for the Cowboys to me. No, and they have a very very anemic a wide receiver core now. They lost Dalton Schultz, mm-hmm. and you have a quarterback in Dak Prescott that I think is extremely inconsistent in that type of weather. Which we know by that point of the year, it's at the very least going to be cold. You're not yeah. in the dome. You don't really have much to throw the ball to. They don't have a running game now without Zeke. I mean, so it's, it's just Tony exactly. Pollard. And Tony Pollard's coming off of a season-ending injury. So we don't know what that's going to be like with him as well. Uh, either way, though, this is, once again, just one of those gut things. I look at the Cowboys. I look at it in Buffalo, and I just think, man, that's a W to me. That just screams yeah. W. I think this is a convincing Bills win. And this is where I think that we're going to want to start seeing this because you're going to have – I think the Chiefs – the Cowboys, the Chargers, and the Dolphins, four of the last five games are all going to be playoff teams. So you really want to see a strong finish here coming out of the mm-hmm. bye, rolling that in uh, into the playoff. So Chargers, that to me, you are on the road. By the way, cross country the, the Bills games on the road. I, I, I remember saying this earlier in the season, like when the opponents came out, people were like, oh, it's not that tough. Are you sure? You got the Chargers on the road, the Chiefs on the road, the Eagles, Eagles. on the road, the Bengals, Bengals on the road. I mean, that is that is that is a lot. That is like four That's of the tough, best dude. AFC teams. Not to mention the one game against a really good AFC team outside of the division that was supposed to be at home is in London. In London, man, it's yep. tough. I mean, that's not it's not very advantageous for the Bills, but. This is where I just think experience kicks in, and I can never trust the LA Chargers to get it you done. You can't. Again. I was going to say the same thing, man. You can't. You can't trust those guys, man. They're, they're going. They're, yeah. The Chargers are going to charge her. 
<laughs> the Chargers are going to Charger, and they're going to Charger it up against the Bills. I got a and, W on and then week, and then week sixteen. You don't know what the Chargers are going to look like. They're, they're liable to have a couple of guys on IR, you know, because that team just who knows can't manage to stay healthy, man. Like it's just every single year. Back to the super chat. I was saving Dave's super chat for right now because he says, "How do we feel about the Peacock exclusive game, Reb? What are your thoughts on having to queue up this one on Peacock?" I mean, it is what it is, dude. I, yeah, I mean, I I, I'm I'm cool with it. I mean, I've got Peacock, so I'm I'm straight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, you know, everybody's trying to get a piece of the pie now. So that's what yeah, it, is. It, it, it is. I think it's hilarious, is. though. It's it like, is. it's like, I think for me, the 26 year old who just all you do is download Peacock and put it on. I, I think it's annoying with the internet sometimes. Yeah. I haven't had any issues as of late, so that's fine. I think for the older crowd, it really drives it's gonna be frustrating. Yeah. 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 And I can totally yeah. get that because you go from just clicking on channel eight and that's the end of it. Now you got to download this and sign up for that and do this. I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. It's a hassle. But then, then think about Peacock. This is, this is their first NFL game, right? That they, that they're getting. And it's oh, and it's, yes. it's, a, it's a doozy. Well, so they're NBC owns them. So all the Sunday night games are on Peacock. This is the first exclusive, exclusive you can only Peacock. watch it. On, yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, they are getting a doozy though. You're right. Yeah, man. They're gonna be getting some subscribers in the uh, 716 area. I can guarantee it. You know it. All right, moving on in New England. Once again, back to what Love I said you. earlier. Prove I think we sweep them. No doubt. Yeah, no I think we sweep the we sweep the Jets and we sweep the and we sweep the uh, the Patriots. Yeah, so this is back to the crowd earlier. That's like, oh, you, you got us losing to Miami. Yeah, you wouldn't sign up for five and one in the AFC East, no matter how it shakes out. Come on, it, man. With this with the way it is currently, all day I'll every sign day. Up for that right now. Yep. W. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Patriots have anything, man, offensively to really compete with them. Defense is getting has, has gotten better. You know, they really have. But I, I just think that it's it's just too much, man. The Bills are just too much to handle. For the pages. And then I think we both had Miami uh, as a W at the end of the year, going yeah. to Miami, winning this game, which we think will both probably be very meaningful mm -hmm. in week 18. And that's a W. Okay. So, Rev, I actually have not kept count at all. So, I'm going to see what I have going here. So, here we go. Go on your side. Go on your side. See what okay. you got. So, for me, I got one, one and oh, two and oh, three and oh, three and one, three and two. Four and two, five and two, six and two, six and three, seven and three, eight and three, eight and four, nine and four, ten and four, eleven and four, twelve and four, thirteen and four. So to everybody earlier who was tuning out because Come I on, man. know so much. Come on. I have them going the exact same record they've gone same the record. last two seasons. Come on. And I would sign up for that tonight. And can I be a hundred percent honest with everybody here? I think 13 and four is being pretty damn generous. I got to be honest. Yes. We, yeah. we did not give them that one stinker game. No, right? we really didn't. Oh, and let's talk about that too. When we get done with this. Yeah. I want to, sure. I want to add. Yeah, oh I wanna... yeah, for sure. I, mm -hmm. I, I definitely want to know what you think could be that one game too. Yeah. So I got, I got 13 and four and I, I, I'll tell you this right now. Take it all day. Vegas over under right now currently has the bills at, I think 11. So that <laughs> would be ex extremely like, it's phenomenal. 13 and yes. four. So hard it is to win 13 games. This would be the third straight year Dude. they did it if that comes to fruition. So I wonder what the I wonder what the Vegas overrunner was uh for the Bills going into last year. Do you remember that off the top of your mind? I think it was eleven and a half as well. well I think, really? Okay. If I remember correctly. Yep. There you we go. just double check this year. Um 
So count yours up, by the way, right? Let me know what you got. I can't, I can't get, see. But you can't see it. I can't see it. Yeah, let me. Um, looking up their over under win total. I'm almost positive. All right, all right. One, uh, two, three. Three okay, three, so two. the Bills, by the way, the Bills are over under 10 and a half. So I have them going over by three games. Mm. And this is the other thing, too, to the people who, and this isn't just me, it's just to the everybody who's, you know, thinks the Bills can just show up in the 2023 and, and waltz into 13, 14 wins. The Vegas odds, which are incredibly sharp, those usually are very, very spot on. They got the Bills at 10 and a half. So the general perception right now is that the Bills are anywhere between a 10 to 11, 12 win team. And speaking of which, I just counted, I, you know? I counted my mine, minus 12 and five. Um, You did what? I said, I said, my, 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 my record five? prediction is 12 and five. Yeah. Once yeah. again, I'm signing up for 12 and five. I, I, I absolutely am. 13, um, 12 and five. So, uh, Billy's saying we are winning a game. You think we take an L and losing a game. You think you take a W. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I know that for wholeheartedly. That's so, with that said, Rev, I got 13 and four. You got 12 and five. That's pretty much like the perfect median. I, I think 12 and five is probably I can 12 and five just seems right to me yeah. for some reason. Yeah. So with that, Rev, mm -hmm. we're talking about with Billy's comment here about winning a game. You think that we personally think that they won't and then losing a game. We personally think that they won't. You look at this schedule right here. Who's that one team that you could see us on a Sunday or a you know one of the days of the week saying, "How the hell did we just lose that game?" Mm. Let me see here. Going through it here because I had so I had them losing to the for some reason that Commanders game is just sticking out to me. You know, um, really? Yeah, I mean yeah. it's it's not and it's not really. There's nothing that really just tells me oh the the like the commanders have the bills number or the bill mm -hmm. or they're just, it's just it's just it's just weird like either that game or the or the raiders you know it's I, hear, just, I hear you on the raiders yeah you know what i'm saying like like just one of those two teams you know just kind of just one of those things where like the bills may maybe they walk in a little bit too you know cocky a little bit or they just think they have it in the bag and they just for some reason, they just don't have it that day. I think it could be either the Raiders or the Commanders, man. I, uh, and and I, I think if if the Bills lose, I think we we probably swallow it better better if, if it was the Raiders. But if we lost to the Commanders, I think that would be like, what the heck is going on here? Like, how in the world did we just lose to Ron Rivera and the Washington Commanders? You know? My brain is going to melt if they kick the shit out of the Jets week one on the road, and then they follow that up by losing to Jimmy oh. G at home. I'm going to be like, I don't know what to make. I'm going to be like, dude. I, I think that would be worse because it's an AFC game. It would be worse. Yeah. It would be worse. Ah, uh, man. Ah, mm -hmm. no, that's a debate. I don't know. I can't take the Jets. I can't do it. I can't. They got – listen, can you just – all I ask, Bills, can you just sweep the Jets and the Dolphins? I mean, it's not that tall of a task, yeah. is it? You know? Yeah. By the way, or, I love this or, comment. Or, or, or yeah, sorry. imagine, I mean, we can do this and just really shake things up. Week one, the Bills lose, and it's an ugly loss. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, let me, let me throw this out there for you to that point, though. Yeah. Look at the Bills opened up the year last year with a dominant win, ended the season with an ugly loss. Mm. What if the narrative in 2020 flipped? Oh man, did you, you wouldn't know, know at the time? Do you know the amount of haterade 
oh, would, be, would be poured out for the Bills if they open up against Aaron Rodgers and they lose, but not just not just a loss. I'm talking about they like they they get spanked. Like they don't even look like they belong. Like where have you guys been all offseason? You're not preparing. They just get mollywopped. That would be. Oh my gosh, dude! The headlines right there. People will be will be ready to just the Bills are not making the playoffs after a week one thumping to the Jets, to Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, and and new division champs and all. Oh, dude, it would be it would be nuts. I, I already I already hate my life thinking about it. Uh, Zbot oh. Sports Update, by the way, the. Carolina Hurricanes, 4-1 series. It's donezo. They just knocked out the New Jersey Devils. So speaking of New Jersey teams getting trounced, Rev, the mm. Devils, they just took one on the chin. They're done. And the Carolina Hurricanes, they're off to the Eastern Conference Finals. And the Boston Celtics, they just evened it up with the Philadelphia 76ers. We're going to a Game 7 in that series. So nice. sports lately, man, I have just been loving them. Been yeah. loving them. Okay. What is my one game on here that I think is going to be a real pain in my ass? I got to tell you. See, I would say Raiders based on the talent level. I just don't see the Bills losing their home opener like that. I just, I, that's what I don't, I don't see it. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at him in, and this, I mean, unless you want to throw the Bucks game and, and no and, way, uh, they're not losing to the damn Bucks. You know, what I'm saying? you know, it's like, oh, no. it will not come out of my mouth. Or, or, or they lose Monday night against against Russell Wilson. But that to me is not a shitty loss because what if by that is time it, of the year the the Broncos are, are looking it? damn good? I don't. I mean, there's not there's not another team, right? Unless Mac Jones and the Patriots beat us. See, that's the one that I think you know. You mean the week? Are we are we looking at week seventeen? Or are we looking at earlier? The week seven. It doesn't really matter. You want to know what I'm going to do for mine? I think I'm going to do. Here's my prediction: If the Bills beat Jacksonville in London, I think the one game I could see them screwing would maybe be maybe be the Giants game. And the reason is because I think that Dable is going to have them playing their absolute best game. And yeah, if the Bills go into that game, Rev, and I know you were saying that. Yeah. I just think if the Bills lose to Jacksonville, they go into that game, you know, we need to get we need to win here. We can't go back to back Alice here, right? If they lose, I could see the or if they win, I could see the win in conjunction with the travel, the Giants catching them a bit off guard mm -hmm. potentially. So that's yeah. where I will give my one that would really piss me off because I think if you look back, you're going to say, man, like that giant, if they lost to the giants, like, man, that giants loss is a real shit loss. When you're looking at the playoff seedings and potentially it, it kind of, it kind of screwed them. What's your ceiling rev and what's your floor looking at this? Oh, I, I think 13 and, and four is a ceiling. Like, I agree with you. You know, I don't see them. I don't. There's no way. I don't see them 14 and three. I mean, you know, or higher. I just don't see it. This this is too tough of a schedule. Too many teams that are that are very good for the Bills to just go out there and win 14, 15 games. Um, I think the floor could easily. Well, I don't know if I should say easily. I could see them 
I could see the floor ten and seven. Like I, I could, I could. I, I'd, I'd even go maybe one lower, depending on how like. Because I'm I'm already at I'm already at twelve and five. So let's just so let's just find a couple of wins that I have in there and just flip them. So, um, we can give them. Heck, we can we can we can split with the Jets, right? Because I had yeah. the because I had them because sure. I had them sweeping the Jets. So there there you go. That's eleven and six. And I think then, Al might have a light right. By the way, I didn't. I, yeah, I, I just don't know if you saw that. He might be on to something there. Mm. I want to know who Al thinks the one loss would be. And the Broncos, man. Like so, like yeah, ten, 10 and seven wouldn't. I mean, t- ten and seven floor. Any anything anything lower than that, we could be talking about the Bills not making the playoffs. Talking about it, I think that would be a, a pretty much a lock. Yeah. Oh, I'll vomit right here. I'll vomit. I'll get sick right now. <laughs> nine and eight bills on that make. There's no way. Oh, nine and eight, Rev. You, you don't no want. To, you don't want to see me. No way. You don't. You don't want to see bot on a nine. And eight. Blow it up. Blow the team. <laughs> blow it up. You don't want to see a nine and eight bot. I'll tell you what. Yeah, man. So I, that's all why I'm, that's, that's what... you in here right now. You do not want to see, and maybe you do. Maybe you get a kick out of it. I know yeah. I would if I was on the other side. But you, yeah, you wouldn't like nine and eight bot when he's angry. Yeah. Let me tell you what. <laughs> And it wouldn't so, even be anger. It would be straight depression. Yeah, man, it would be bad. So, so now, so now that's the floor. So now you, you, you said the ceiling for you would be what? You said thirteen. Ceiling, and four? Ceiling's thirteen and four to me. Yes. But you already, and, and you already have them at your yes, ceiling. Yes, I know, I know. And I got to tell you, I wasn't even. I wasn't really. I wasn't being overly optimistic when I did that thirteen and four either. I still think though we are not factoring in a couple slip-ups that you just don't foresee. Yeah. And I think, like you said, you could easily split with the Jets, mm-hmm. right? You could you could lose one to New England, right? You could mm-hmm. lose one to a variety of these teams you don't foresee. I think 13-4, and four, I, I'll tell you this, Rev, not only is 13-4 and four the ceiling for the Bills, I think that's the ceiling in the NFL this year in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I, could see the, I could see the Eagles going 14-3 and three in the NFC just because of how weak it is. Yeah. I'll, I, I will tell you, yeah. I'll tell you this right now, though, Rev. I think thirteen and four for any AFC team is the ceiling. That, that 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 is how I feel. That's the one seed. I think thirteen and four is the one seed. Yeah, and we know that to be true because had the Bills had gone thirteen and four, actually, no, that's gonna hurt my head trying to figure that out with the whole Bengals game. I don't even yeah, know, whatever. Yeah, because we yeah because we lost the game and we were thirteen and three and had the two seed. So had um, we won, so we had I think we had to go fourteen and three. Yes. Because the thirteen and four like is the ceiling to me. Yeah, I will agree with you. I, I on ten and seven on the on the floor, and ten and seven would entail probably a year that is going to be not good because this team yeah. is not bad enough to lose less than double digits. But the problem is ten and seven would be as bad as this team has been since Josh Allen's rookie year. Mm-hmm. Or no, his sophomore year. Man, I, I, his sophomore year. Does that sound right? The Bills yes, have won thirteen yes. games. Like what? Yeah. Now his second year is when they went and played Houston, and I think they went ten and six that 10 year. Ten and six that year. Yeah. Yes. So that would be as bad as they would. So, um, I don't foresee it. It's just it's it's a matter of. Winning the and this is what I wanted to preface too before we close up shop here in regard to the schedule. To me, 
the beginning of this year of the year is so important because once you hit, you have got to like the games against the Raiders, the Commanders, the Giants, the Patriots, the Bucks. You have got to win all of those. The margin for error is so minor because once you get past like week eight, every single one of those teams, arguably, in, in my opinion, every single one of those teams outside of New England is going to be a playoff team. The Bengals, the, yeah. the Broncos, the Jets, the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Chargers, and the in the uh, Dolphins. You get to week nine, and that is essentially a playoff game every single week. The, the 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 schedule before that, I don't see the Raiders making the playoffs, the Commanders making the playoffs, the Gi- well the Giants could, but they're it's the NFC, so I weighed it differently. I just think the beginning yeah. of the year is where you have to stockpile those those should we or those like. I don't want to guarantee is the word I'm trying to avoid right now. You're, you have to stockpile those. You're meant to win those game games mm-hmm. because if you're going to lose one or two of those. It, it, it could avalanche real quick. Once you hit that middle of the schedule and things really yeah. start getting tough. Yeah. Yeah. It happens every year. There's always one game that you figure like, dang it. Had we flipped this game, we would have the one seed and be at home hosting. Right. You know? Um, and so, yeah, we have to make sure we handle business. If we lose, I would rather be, you know, out of conference games, you know. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Either one of those. But we know that's not that's not realistic, right? So we're going to take an L in, in the AFC, you know, or multiple. It's, it's just a matter of making sure, like you said, yeah, we have to we have to stockpile as many as we can. I mean, before the buy, I think it's eight AFC games. Like, there's a lot. We have to <laughs> – this is not the season where we can kind of – you know, coast or, or figure things out like the Bills, if they want to take advantage of this thing, like especially if the, if the one seed, which I, I know that they've been talking about it, is is their goal winning the division and, and, and securing that one seed, then they better not have any slip ups. They have to really they, they can't go 10 and 7, right? They have to go at least 13 and 4 or 14 and or 14 and 3 to really secure that. Um, and that's going to be a tall task. It really is. So I'm not, I'm not too sure about it, but I will say this, man, like. However, the season, the regular season goes, I would just <laughs> admonish all of Bill's mafia, man, just just to play the long game, <laughs> right? Like play the long game. I know it's, it's it's easy for me to say, like, well, don't get caught up in the emotions of the regular season. That's going to be hard not to do that. Oh, but I'll, I'll forget remember, about that week one. <laughs> exactly. No. Hey, this is a long. This is a long season. Hey, you see how rational I'm being right now, weeks, man. Yeah, I know everybody in here who hates me being rational. Well, you're not going to have to deal with it for long because when this season starts, that's all gone. That's gonna be gone. It really is. So but, but, but for me, like I've I've already I made my mind up at the end of last year. Like like when we, oh, we exited, I was like I was like you know what, mental shift. It's no longer about the regular season for me. Um, as long as we get to the as long as we are in the in the postseason, and I want to see how they perform in the postseason. Now if we now if we skip if we miss the postseason, then then we got some problems, right? Oh, we we, we had some serious problems. problems. But as long as we get there, I don't care. I don't I don't care if we're a wild card team. It really doesn't matter. Oh, I want I to see give a damn. It, I, I want to see this team in the postseason fight their tails off, man, and win the championship. That, that, that's all that matters to me. So I don't but care if you're the one seed or you're the seven seed. Yeah, and and also the wild card. What's the difference between the wild card and the two seed? There isn't any. There's no difference. There's no difference. It doesn't make a damn difference. No, no, no buy. No buy. Get in and, and, and give me ten times better than I saw in Cincy, and we're gonna. I'm fine with it. Yep. But I also, like I said earlier. My biggest thing this year with this regular season 
I want to be able to have a, a better feel going into the postseason than I did this past season based on what I saw in the regular season. I would agree. I had it in my gut going into last year or going into last year's postseason. Some didn't feel right. And I just think that was kind of throughout the whole team. I mean, all the crap that happened to him throughout the year, it just made too much sense that the vibe was off. I want to have the right vibe going into this postseason. That's what I care about the most. Um, I know I have 13 and four here. I just feel like back to my gut feeling thing, 12 and five seems like what I'm going to be staring at mm-hmm. uh, come January. I just feel that for some reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 12 and five is, is kind of, it kind of feels good to me. Um, I can easily see them, you know, 11 and six, but, but 12 and five, I can see that comfortably and be all right. That That's fine. But now okay. I do want to ask you this question though, Bob, yeah. before, we, before we head off. Yeah. If, if let's say the bills hit the floor, mm-hmm. the floor being 10 and seven, if, 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 if the bills are 10 and seven, who's winning the division? What, win, what record, what record wins the division and who, and who wins it? Wow. And I guess it would matter. Maybe, I, my, I, maybe Miami. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It would all depend on how we got the ten and, and how we got the ten. Yeah, I was about to say that. It depends on like so. For me, if if I look at it and and I say, all right, we'll, we'll we split the we split the the Jets, um, split the Dolphins, and and the Patriots. That could be. I don't know, man. I, I'm 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 I'm. That's I haven't, I haven't, haven't looked at haven't looked at their schedule. Have you looked at their schedule? No, I, this came out right when I started the show. I haven't looked at anybody else. This is a good question. Um, yeah, but it's probably awfully similar to ours. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would imagine too. But man, that's that's a tough question. It, it, to me, at, at at that point, it, it just doesn't it just doesn't really matter to me, right? Because it, unless and like you, that's a great point. Like unless we have the one seed, two through seven really is is is. Pick you at me. It really doesn't make any difference. You know what I'm saying? Because there's no bye week. There's no advantage other than a home game. But really, like, like, you know. And so, and we know what happened last year when the Bills played at home. So to me, it's and, and this whole weather thing as being an advantage for the Bills is not. It really isn't. It is. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I would rather. I would rather if if the Bills if the Bills were were a wild card team versus a, let's say a two seed with the home game. You know, uh, come January. I would much rather, and, and 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 the difference was either playing at home in Buffalo and and freaking you know a foot of snow, or or playing against you know let's say the Jacksonville Jaguars in Florida you know and it's sunny. Give me the Jags on the road. You know what I'm saying? Like like yeah. that to me because because the Bills they they they're just a better team like that man. So yeah, I don't care man. Just get in the dance. Just get in the thing. And All I know home. is I want to get into the season, baby. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so stoked. Thanks for tuning in tonight. I know we had a couple L's on that schedule. I apologize. I I, I know it's unrealistic, but just got to go with my gut sometimes. Rev, thanks for surprising me and coming on tonight. This was yeah, man. great. Anytime, baby. I love the schedule release day. Today feels like we are just super close. It just it's like really Christmas, man. that way, man. And we got six primetime games. And a schedule towards the end of the year that is going to be wild with those 10 out of 11 not being in the 1 p.m. window. Get ready for a lot of nationally televised Bills football, baby. I can't wait. Rev, my brother, 
Amen. Thanks for coming on. To all Anytime, you wonderful baby. people, thanks for joining me. Hope you uh, enjoyed, and I'll be back with you again, same place, same time, next week. Until then, don't read into the schedule too much, one game at a time, even though we just read into it for two hours. <laughs> don't be a hypocrite. Enjoy the rest of your week, folks, and as always, go Bills. Go Bills.